0: I've been fighting since grade school. There's millions of people watching at one time. And at the end of the day, I feel like this is what I was born to do. This is my destiny.
1: The big nights, the big fights where the celebs come out. I know UFC just had all these people at the event. Oh, yeah. But, but the ones at the, the boxing shows i mean it's like a different crowd it's like chess versus checkers you know or i'd like to see francis fight you and bare knuckle that'd be pretty ugly i'm 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 cool with doing
2: boxing gloves for, for both birthdays but actual <laughs> jiu-jitsu on I'm supposed to get my brown
1: bow i just you probably couldn't even something. find a gi that fit
2: i can wear a
3: gi. <laughs>
1: I get you. That's a big-ass ghee, dude. Hey, take your (laughs) ghee off and cover up that side of the audience.
4: (laughs) Welcome to the 13th episode of Overdogs Podcast, uh, sponsored by WhereKC.com, CanPie Collective. Rocking it. I'm going to run over there and grab you one. Uh, I'm your host, Bags. We got uh, Mr. Mike Perry. How you doing, brother? I'm
1: doing great, fellas. Happy to be here, man.
4: Good, good. Mac, Mally, how are you?
5: I'm back. I'm doing fantastic. We kind of had a banger of a card this weekend. We got a lot to talk about.
4: No
1: shades. You didn't bring the shades back.
5: Oh. Well, you know what I did bring?
4: Did something <laughs> but, happen in the Dominican like... <laughs> Republic? <laughs>
5: no, no, of course not. Bro. Just, you know.
1: Drinking those Biden piss
4: waters? The Biden piss? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Hey, bro. This might be Beer of the UFC. killed the entire Bud Light campaign in one, one
5: slogan. One go. He just murked it. Nah, it's still funny. I don't know though, why,
1: like- but I saw Trump Jr. at the UFC fights, and I was like, so I see Trump, and then they're showing these other celebrities, and they show Trump Jr., but I was like, damn, that dude looks like, I was like, is that Hunter Biden? Bro. I you thought Trump Jr. was like Hunter hell. Biden, bro. I feel bad. That would have been what, funny he, as Did fuck he have though. them eyes? <laughs> yeah, he kind of looked like Biden, you know? Like, he
4: kind of looked crazy. All right, that was, hey, that was kind of an iconic picture, man. I think uh, it was, what, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, mm-hmm. Dana, and Trump walking in together. That was pretty yeah. dope, man. Damn, Bro. I didn't even
1: know Kid Rock was in that. Uh, Cause oh, yeah. all the pictures that I've seen posted just said, you know, Tucker Carlson, Dana White, and Donald Trump. Man, I didn't there's even a good see one with Kid, Kid, Rock. Kid Rock
4: in there too. It's pretty cool, man. He's a, you know, he's one of the coolest dudes on the planet, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, my bets yeah. did horrendous that
4: night,
1: <laughs> but I won something uh, off the first minute or the second minute of any round or something. That's when uh the fight was won that I won a little bit i w- I won practically nothing sad
4: what what was what was the most surprising point for you guys i mean I don't think there was like any kind of like huge huge everyone came out everyone came out to fight
5: yeah
1: that for sure everyone That's came it. out to fight none of the fights lasted long uh yeah dern. Didn't I mean, look like she had a game plan to grab a hold of her at all. Andrade beat the heck out. And right before the fight, I saw plus five hundred on a TKO victory for Andrade. I was like, oh, I want to bet. I'm in the bar watching, and I'm like, oh, I don't. I didn't have my deposit, in. it takes too long to deposit sometimes. Dude, it's I mean, literally. Joe like-
4: Rogan said it perfect, right? Like she was just every time she was punching. She looked scared, and she was throwing that neck up. You know what I mean? And he's like, eventually she's, she's going to get caught. Like, And, and i tell you this. I love having Joe Rogan back. I love when Joe's there at the table with him, man. No,
1: dude, he's it's iconic. Best. It's part of the he's thing.
5: Yes.
4: Yeah. He, he literally
1: doesn't even make mistakes anymore. Yeah. Well, even if he does, who gives a fuck? Like, here's
5: what yeah. I think is funny. Like, the way people bitch about commentary all the time. Like, oh, bro, this is the worst. Con- dude, watch it in fucking Spanish. Who cares? Like, I know what I'm fucking watching, dude. If I'm watching it and, like, one of them's being biased, I'm like, okay, Cormier trains with this dude. Like, of course he's going to be a little bit biased. I don't need him to tell me what I'm fucking watching, you know? So I can sit there and be like, this is biased commentary. This dude's winning. I don't get why people get so pressed
1: about it. And, like, even Joe. Dude, I'm you not You literally just his, got like, pressed insight. about it. You just got pressed because... Because sometimes, look, you gotta have your boy out there rooting for you. Like everything you do good, he's on it, and and if you do something bad, he's like, you know, the guy's not quite doing this or that. Like I think Cormier actually does a great job. As look, yeah. Obviously, that's why he's there and he's sitting next to Joe Rogan. But I mean, Cormier's, I mean, Cormier's uh, skills on the on the commentary are like way better than. You know, his fighting career was.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I mean, that's my number one trio. DC, Rogan, and uh, Anik. But I just don't i don't care if the commentary is not, you know. Anik is unbelievable I'm, as well. Unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I need yeah. those reactions, bro. That's all I'm there for. The reactions. Right? I'm not there to be explained what the fuck is happening. Like, I, I understand Absolutely. what's happening.
4: And that's why I love Joe, right? Because there's like, you just see this. Like this, it's not fake. It's just a fucking pure passion for the sport and instant reactions that are that you can't you can't act.
5: Yeah, I mean he gets fucking lit about it. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I need. That's all I fucking need. But yeah, going back to that thing though, my biggest like what I was surprised about probably Aspinall being the one to finish him like that that quick. Not that surprised, but damn. Um, but then Mackenzie, the way she was standing there and trading with her and actually hurt her, too. Mackenzie yeah. will be back. She's young. She's always struck real, you know, it's ugly like that because she relies on the threat of the takedown all the time. You know, she gets in those in those trades and she pulls her head back. She keeps her chin up, dude. But throwing down with Andrade like that and hurting her and Andrade being one of only, like, three, I think, three UFC fighters that have knocked out people in three different UFC weight classes, it's a big deal. So yeah. I was impressed yeah. regardless.
4: Diego Lopez was fucking spectacular.
1: Yeah. Who is this guy, bro? Like he's Aspinall uh, is huge. Dude.
4: He's
5: So them, yeah. big,
1: dude. Thick. So yeah, big. And he
5: 100%. ate that fucking shot. Like, dude, hundred percent hit him
4: with
1: a
5: Sergey's shot, bro. And Buddy, no one's eating 99%
4: that. of the fucking heavyweight division is going out with that one. It stumbled him a little bit, but to be able oh, to come shit. back that quick and then knock him out with a one punch. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah. Super <laughs> impressive.
1: Dan is oh, the new heavyweight
4: champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked them both I, out. <laughs> so, so tell me this, because for me, I feel like the Stepe John fight now loses a little it. bit of luster, mm-hmm. because now it's like, how do people not want to watch Tom and John at this point? Well, what, he said what do y'all on, think? A, on this
5: podcast, he said himself, like Stepe is the only fight that makes sense for me because it's a legacy fight essentially two goats I get going that. up against each other. And he goes, but I'd maybe... Ooh, wait, we cut this out.
0: I'll say the image we, we can.
5: So he he said that he's done after Stipe, but he'd come back if there was someone that really made a statement and made him feel like he needed to come back and prove... Well,
1: but oh, things change. We've Jones.
5: never... We, well, so that's... that's John included. So fuck Stepe. It's got to be Tom now. I want to see but Tom. But not necessarily.
1: Not necessarily because... Stipe didn't do anything to not make it into the fight. He was ready. So it's like no one expected John to get an injury. Even John, he never saw that coming. No one saw that coming. John's always shown up and done business. But, you know, the thing is people are going to be, you're on a waiting list now to see the best of all time fight. And... It's whatever he wants. So it's probably going to still be Stepe. Everyone will still be excited about it. Um, and if it's Aspinall stepping in, I mean, then it's even bigger. But I don't know if Aspinall's done enough because, yes, we knocked, we watched Sergey knock a couple of people out. But, like, these guys come out of nowhere, you know. And I was actually going to, because of the um Pareta, apparently so i saw some stats it's like two years he's been in and he's won two belts two different weight classes i mean phenomenal stuff but he also kickboxed i don't know how many fights outside of the ufc for how many years before he came to the ufc and i just i was a little low-key jealous because i was like damn man i was in the ufc for five or six years and i I didn't get the opportunity to jump right into the top, start fighting those guys and then get my get myself up there. Even though I fought top 15 pretty much four out of the five or six years that I was there. And, um, you know, it just didn't it didn't work out that way. It's like he did his growing outside of the UFC, then got to go to the UFC. Just makes me wonder if I'll be back there someday, uh, you know, and go straight to the top.
5: I think you think yeah. back. But so here here was, like, the thing that goes into your point. So I brought up Gokhan Saki yesterday on Twitter. I saw that. I, said, I thought he would be – I mean, you couldn't compare the two at the time because Pere- Perea hadn't come over to UFC. But when he came over, you know, it was like he had the same tenure that Perea did through glory and kickboxing and all this. But he – Got thrown to the wolves right away. And, like, even after the uh, De Silva fight, he gassed, like, halfway through the first round. I was like, oh, shit, this might not be. And then he gets the KO. Then, you know, Roundtree does what he does. But he didn't have what Perea had that you pretty much nobody else has had. When he came to the UFC, he already had a built-in story for a dominant champion that really didn't have contenders. So he got ushered in to win a couple, and you're right here fighting your Mm. old rival is so here's a here's
1: a future here's a future champ right here mr joaquin buckley that's good bro
0: shit 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 money mike you hear me
1: (laughs) yeah i appreciate it man what it's good to see you again bro we met uh, a while back
0: yeah been a minute bro what it was like ufc what (laughs) it was a title fight on that thing though when we met each other,
1: I don't know when it was when I fought. Um, it was when I fought either D Rod or maybe no, I fought Jeff. Means.
0: You, you fought me, Tim Means. Oh, uh, it was Tim Means. Was yeah, you Tim was eating means a hamburger means. on his ass, nigga, before weigh-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, uh,
1: that
0: shit yeah, I definitely,
1: of, I that, definitely that was college. in a great you state. Right, my man with
0: eating a burger, talking about how your weight doing, nigga, how your weight. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs>
1: And then I missed weight by four and a half pounds. But (laughs) but I wasn't in great shape for that one. But you used, at that time, you was fighting 185. And you recently had a fight at 185. And now you're back. Now you're down to 170. Yeah,
0: I'm at 170 right now. yeah I not had two fights at 170.
1: After you just knocked out that tall white boy at 185.
0: Jordan Wright, you talking about Jordan?
1: Yes, I think so. <laughs> He's a goofy-looking goof yeah, guy, smart-looking guy. He <laughs> looks smart as hell. Like he looked like he could do some computer work.
0: Right, right, right. He shouldn't have been in the cage, I'll tell you that. But, no, nah, he cool, dude, though.
1: No, he beat <laughs> yeah. some people pretty good. So you just you just gave him them hands, and, uh, I mean, the rest is history. I, I like what you said recently. I'd love to see you get that Kevin Holland rematch both at 170 yeah. or 185. What would you want Man. it?
0: Uh, I mean, it'd be at one, 170. He 170 right now. Uh, but, you know, I'm calling him out, but he ain't saying shit about me. He just said he wanted to fight Renat. He want to fight, you know, Jeff Neal. He want to fight everybody but me. You know, so I just find that crazy. And especially, ain't nobody want to fight you off no loss. So let me go ahead and give you a little win if you, if that's how you feel. I'm going to get this easy dub. You if, a dog.
1: I'd, I'd love to see you have that opportunity to uh, set that right for yourself
0: yeah, I mean I mean, I mean, at the end of the day it's just like I'm not fighting him just for that like I, I realize that Kevin Holland is just the best opportunity right now because of his name and you know but the, the bonus is is just getting that, that dub back that's all you know like you know handing back that ale so at for the sure. end of the day man, I'm, I'm looking at everything from a business perspective like who is going to be able to push my name and who is going to be able to promote the fight as best as possible I already you know it's going to be Kevin and me So that's going to be a type of fight where, you know, the UFC can see, like, potential of making, like, that a main event at the Apex or something.
1: Yeah, you – real quick, uh, if we could see your whole face, man, you such a superstar, bro. We need to let people know that we ain't here with the whole Joaquin Buckley. We're missing the top – We're missing the top half of your head. Yeah, there we go. There we go.
0: Right, yeah, okay, I look good on my side. My bad, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, Joaquin, Joaquin, what are you, you in really? right now? Because you look fucking huge. Wait, so bro. I got a
5: question. So then, all right, so Holland's the ideal next opponent. What do you do differently next time? Is there like a huge game change, or you think you just got caught last time?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, we can all say we got caught. You know, that's definitely a possibility that I can say that. Uh, But the thing is the preparation. The preparation mm-hmm. and also just the experience now that I have. With the UFC, when I, when I got into uh, that fight, or whatever, I came off another fight at LFA on a week's notice. Uh, a lot of people don't know that I didn't have a team at the time. I was training by myself in Forest Park. Was, and, you know, just training with some of the home homeboys that I had. And, you know, hitting mitts and doing whatever just to stay in shape. Uh, so I feel like I have more preparation this time. I forgot I it was more on that short notice.
5: I remember you came yeah, from yeah, LFA week, on week, short no. notice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he, he was already training for uh Trevin Giles. Trevin Giles uh, passed out because he was a little scared. He was a little nervous. You know, yeah, that's a hard walk to make. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, when I got that shot, I got that opportunity. I came off a, off a win in the LFA, but like I said, I didn't have no team. I didn't have nothing behind me, so when I called out uh, to my management, I was like, hey, I ain't got nobody in my corner. They, they just pulled a guy up named Kai Kamaka. Funny enough, we fought on the same card in LFA, so at least I was a little familiar with him, but You know, I didn't really know my man's like that. So, but at least he gave, you know, came in and uh, did the job and we was able to make the fight happen. Uh, But other than that, I think it's experience now.
5: You said Kai Kai Kamaka? Yeah,
0: who who fighting Bellator now.
5: Hey, yeah. Shout out to that dude. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. um,
1: yeah. You've learned a lot
0: since then, man.
1: You're a completely different fighter.
0: I appreciate that. I have, I have. Uh, like I said, bro, it's just getting that experience, man. Uh, I was too excited when I first got out there. Like, that's the dream, right? You make it to the UFC. And I'm coming off of Walgreens and shit, right? So I'm just like, damn, I done made it. But instead of just thinking about it as another fight, regardless if it's in the UFC or not, because I don't care where you place a fight, a fight is a fight. No whether no matter if you want the biggest promotion on the world or whether you in the backyard with it like Campbell Slice back in the day. So I feel like as long as you, you treat the the scenario the same, you're going to be all right. But a lot of guys make the moment too much, and, you know, they end up, you know, whatever. So sometimes the pressure can can get to you, right?
5: How do you let the pressure not get to you? Yeah, my boy this
1: Bags what, asked. realize uh, this is what
0: I do? This is what I do. I've been doing this for the longest time, like. So I mean, I've been fight since grade school. So it's like, <laughs> so why why make anything else like like more than what it is? And I understand like there's millions of people watching at one time, and but at the end of the day, I feel like this is what I was born to do. Like this is my you know my destiny in order to show people you know that I'm, I'm one of the greatest way fighters that's probably going to be of this era.
1: Amen. Hey, mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So I was going to ask. What do uh, you Mike? What were yeah, what are you sitting? Uh, what are you weighing right now? Because you look fucking huge. I don't know what that's. Yeah, yeah. I'm,
3: I'm
0: a little heavy right now, you know, nigga been eat. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you so, look big. So I'm yeah. probably like 195. 195. All right. Yeah, I'm that's being generous. That's a tough yeah, cut. That's a tough cut, right? 25 pounds. Woo. Yeah, yeah, about 25 pounds. Yeah, and you know, yeah. it is a rough cut, but you know, when just how I train and how often I train, and when my diet is on point, it's not that hard of a cut, but. You know, at the end of the day, it's just like when you got to get that last little two, three off, you do feel it. But, you know, it's all about, you know, the timing of it. So if the USC was to call me like, you know, on a week, like, bro, that's going to be difficult. But if I got yeah. time to know about it, then we can just work that that weight down and have no issues. Right. right. Yeah. Mike, what are you fighting at? 175?
1: This one going back to 175. I still don't got to quite get to 70. I felt really strong at 85. I built it up. I, I forced myself to eat. I pumped a lot of weights. I tried to build strength. Um, but I still feel, I don't know, I feel like I might lose a little bit of strength uh, cutting to 175 this time because I built it all up. And then, uh, but I, I feel like I might have a lot of speed. So that's what I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, Joaquin, is like, You fought at 185 and you were super powerful for a lot of the people that you fought. I mean, everyone that you fought, you're you're short, stocky. You're not that short, but you're shorter than... At 85, you were short. At 85, you were short. And you're real stocky, real thick. And you got that Tyson brother style, you know. We we low-key brothers from another mother, bro, because we we fight similarly. (laughs) And... You know, do you feel like you were stronger when you fought at 85? Did you lose something when you started making these cuts to 75?
0: Uh, I get exactly what you're saying. So, for me, at 185, the advantage was I didn't have to cut any weight. So, even on 195, uh, when, when I'm just working out on a regular basis, I'm around 190. So, then mm-hmm. when you talk about a cut, that's only five pounds. So, that ain't really no mm-hmm. cut at all. So the advantages that I had at 185, I didn't have to focus on my weight, and I could just go out there, and I could take take the fight on a week's notice if need be. So that's why a lot of people they be like, "Damn, bro, you've been hella active, right? We're having 11 fights within three years. You know, you got guys that had seven fights in seven years, which only you know they fight once a year type stuff. So, but the reason why they only fight so often is because that weight cut might be very difficult depending on mm. what they walk around it. Uh, so they can only take a fight, you know, a certain amount of times. But for myself, though, I could just take a fight easily. But, you know, once you start fighting up, you know, a certain level, right, certain attributes like your strength, uh, your size, your length, everything starts to play a part because everybody's skilled at this level, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely when you talk about a ranked opponent. So, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, 170 probably going to be the biggest fit because, you know, not only will I have the speed, not only will I have the strength, I have condition on my side, I have the technique. And it's not a lot of attributes that somebody else can have over me that they might be able to beat me with, you know, in my opinion, at one Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. Um, I got one.
0: For for a, for
4: a 40-year-old white guy, what the hell is, what does New Mansa mean, man? You got to explain uh,
0: it to me. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Shoot, even black folks don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, New Mansa, I got that name from this guy named Mansa Musa. So he he from the Mali Empire. He was an emperor, and he was like the richest man. All time over Elon and all the Steve Jobs they ain't had nothing on my man. So uh, with, with with his wealth, uh, he went across all of Africa, man, and he was just giving out gold. And he ended up crashing the what? Like pretty much the, the price of gold went down because of him because he was just handing it out to everybody. So it was just crazy. But uh, that's who I got it from from Mansa Musa back in the day. So I love that. So that that's just that's a mentality thing. So you're the new Mansa. Yeah, new Mansa. So I'm, I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to get new money. That's what, let's call it like exactly. that, right? Uh, I feel like That's for dope. us, right, for us in MMA, we haven't reached that pinnacle yet. Not saying we can't, but we haven't reached the, you know, the the type of uh, the currency like uh, boxing has, right? Where you got guys from Muhammad Ali and uh, my man George Foreman who was able to get paid five million back in nineteen seventy four, right? They got paid five million dollars each, and we can't get that in MMA, like in the UFC. And I find that kind of crazy. So my thing is, bro, I'm trying to put myself in position one day where I'm able to make that type of money, and it not be like a weird thing or like, uh, or anonymously, right? Like I feel like a lot of MMA fighters should be able to be able to eat that type of bread. You know, I see Money Mike over there. You know, he able to go from one place to the to the other, and I think that's beautiful. You know, I think that's where the game needs to be shifted again. I feel like you know, for people just to be fighting for one promotion, you know, I think it's wild. I feel like we should be able to move, maneuver however we want to.
4: So, how many Mm. fights you got left on your contract right now?
0: Probably like one. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the first. They ain't off of none. They ain't off of none yet.
1: But you just who was it? Who was it you just beat? You just beat someone. Marono. I watched the fight uh, really I, good. good, really name, good. good.
0: good name, Alex Morano. They called him yeah. Alex Morano. Yeah, it was a tough. Yeah, he showed yeah, toughness. Yeah, yeah. You
1: hit him with some good yeah. shots. You yeah, controlled probably. him on the ground, kept top position. He made it hard for you to get the ground and pound going, but yeah. you, you dominated the fight, in my opinion. Um, I mean, shit. Nah, what, that, he
0: was tough, though. I ain't going to lie like he was tough. I, I really thought I was going to get him out of there in the second round or at least the third, you know, and, and, and really create a great highlight. But he just stayed in there. He just he just was on survival mode the whole time. So now this is why I got to change things up even in my game plan. Sometimes these dudes are just too tough to just beat on, you know. Sometimes you got to use other methods to get them up out of there. So, you know, I am definitely got some, some new tactics for my next fight.
1: <laughs> Sheesh. I, think I can't shit. wait to see yeah, it, man. That's going to be great. Hurt.
5: Yeah, yeah, Murano's not easy to take out.
1: Yeah. Mac, you got any uh statistic drops? Uh, remember I asked you about this. Uh, th- run us run us down, Joaquin Buckley statistics, man. I know they got to be fantastic. I just gotta. I would have to look at. I mean, oh uh, man, they. He's they huge. I have to look that, at
0: cuz They be doing me dirt. <laughs> it's it's weird the way they're compiled because like. because you have a all. voice. Yep. All right, so, so I yeah, they, you they, while they do me brother. dirty, bro. I'm out here. Don't look at my shit. Don't look at my numbers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, you broke.
5: Bro. You broke the numbers, bro. <laughs> you broke the numbers when you kicked Impa Kasang and I. Uh, didn't fucking Kanye reference that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird, bro. Like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, broke it's, uh, my I think it's one of the most yeah, watched not, Instagram not.
4: videos that that pertain to fighting ever. I I think it's, yeah, up, it's yeah. one
5: of those. Yeah, it's one of the most. It's like up there it's with the Showtime time. kick. You know what? Yeah. What were you, were you planning that? Have you trained that kick? I mean, tell us. I think we're going to, Bray's going to pull it up actually. Mm. Uh, I mean. But I mean, obviously you caught de- the leg kick, you caught the
0: body kick and kick. just.
5: Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's see <laughs> yeah, shit.
0: so I definitely trained that kick. Uh, and I, and I trained it like a thousand times. I never performed it ever in the, like actual sparring. Uh, I used to. To touch the bag with my with my rear leg and it's called the two touch kick. Uh Raymond Dane mm-hmm. is famous for it, definitely doing uh, in mm. kickboxing. And he knocked you yep. clean out, smooth like butter. And I seen that, I was like, bro, I would love to, you know, try that out. But it's not like like I said, it's not like you can actually wow. perform it in the spa room without being called an asshole. So
3: <laughs> So my <laughs> biggest thing,
0: I, I just used to work on the bag, and every single day, bro, I used to work on that move, and a lot of people were like, man, that Kung Fu shit ain't gonna work. And, you know, years down the line, bro, you know, uh, 2020, bro, October, what, uh, 7th, end up throwing that kick, man, and, and knocking my man out and, and becoming a viral sensation.
5: It's, it's Here's funny Here's what's you funny say-
4: about that is is we just played that video, and he had to slow it down. He had to slow that video down to, like, half speed because it was so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh, I ain't going to lie to you. I knew, I was like, if I'm going to land it, I got to be quick, right? So when he caught my foot and I turned to pivot, I made sure to snap my foot as fast as I could, bro. And that's probably – even with me kicking a thousand times on the back, that's probably the hardest time I ever threw that kick, right? Uh, unfortunately, you, it was just on my man Emper.
1: Yeah. Did it hurt your foot?
0: It did hurt my foot on I my bet. mama. That's how you know it's a good one. I was <laughs> flipping around everything, bro. I was like, damn, so, that's how I know I hit my man pretty hard with that thing. And oh, I
1: up man. Up. I and he's tough. He went out he and won his next fight.
0: Right. Oh, uh, yeah, he did. He choked. he went to 170, choked Buddy out. And I don't even know why the UFC let him go. You know, he's a great fight. He's actually fighting in the PFL, bro. About to get him a good bag. And I know he's going to win that million dollars. I'm already knowing. He just uh, KO'd somebody over there.
1: We yep. actually, we did an episode. We he uh, Icebags here have released some videos of the clips talking about when they was talking to me about you know if 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 i believe that the ufc believes that you know what's happened for me and things like that is because of them and i mean i you know they uh, they think that and some side of me has to agree with that and the other side is like well i feel like i would have made it this way anyways in the sport of combat because it was destiny like you said just to be the world was going to see me doing you know what i was destined to do
3: but yeah.
1: i feel like they're still pulling strings in all the other organizations like what happens behind closed doors uh is being allowed by the people yeah. who really took the ufc and jumped it up off the ground i feel like they're behind they they do talks with pfl they do talks with uh I mean, the boxing you, we, commission
0: well you know you DKFC. Know, <laughs> You can speak your mind, so I still still got to be careful with some things. But <laughs> but regardless, though, they the biggest engine, right? Uh, the UFC does make all the all the calls at the end of the day. Um, and you can speak UFC your group, mind
1: too. Don't let them oh, don't no, let them no, put no, this invisible no control Lord, on you.
0: But yeah, yeah because the
1: people at do, the top you got
4: like a five fight contract, and then you just you can be quiet again after like a
0: five fight contract, <laughs> 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 right? I, <shit. laughs> Uh, but regardless though, I mean for the UFC and they know they the juggernaut of uh the MMA game or the fight game or the combat game, like ain't nobody touching uh the UFC and it's not gonna happen but for it's, hard,
1: it's oh. hard to call how? it the juggernaut though. It is hard because how? How? because on certain nights on certain nights there's just other fights out there that are bigger than something that the UFC can put together, like a Tank Davis. i tell you this right now, Even though
0: the UFC can put a trash-ass card on, right, and boxing can put a little card on, and they have a big name, the UFC going to get just as many numbers, bro, I'm telling you.
1: Well, that's, you yes, the no, thing the, thing the people, is, people are going to watch. watch. But look, but look, though, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. See, you're talking about the average casual Uh, fan that is going to tune in because it's on tv and they already have espn plus or whatever Uh, right but i'm talking about the fights that get and now now both have this ufc boxing and i mean pfl hasn't really had it like that yet but (laughs) the celebrity nights. The big nights, the big fights where the celebs come out. I know UFC just had all these people at the event.
0: Oh, yeah. But UFC be having TikTokers and influencers, too. But the ones <laughs> at the, the
1: boxing shows, I mean, it's like a different crowd. It's like chess versus checkers, you know?
0: Right, right. No, and you 100. I mean, but the thing is, and I'm glad you said that, too, because you do bring up a good point. Uh, when you got, like, Francis and Ganu and Tyson Fury, great example, right? Not even going to talk about the result of the fight. But just all the people that showed up, right, and the people that tweeted about it, you got LeBron James, you got Lil Wayne, you got Eminem, you got all these celebrities. And for me, right, that's big money.
1: That's for Saudi me. money, boy.
0: That's
1: Saudi
0: money, right? yeah. That's that oil money. That oil <laughs> money. Right? And, uh, you know, and for me, it's just like, it's crazy that that, that. and you're right, though, because the casual, I don't know why they didn't tune in, but they only sold how many, what, 67,000?
1: In America. That's but- it? And I don't know. Steel, I don't, steel, I don't steel, know if those steel, numbers are real. Steel, we don't know if no those numbers are real.
0: And, uh, Francis got a, a big bag. Yeah. That's wild. And and you know the
4: Saudis paid everybody to come out, right? Like, oh yeah. Roy got a first M&M. class ticket, got paid to go out. Like, like they brought everybody out to watch that shit. They want yes. they wanted the spectacle. You know what I mean? And they're exactly. willing to spend the money for it. But that's like we always talk about this, Joaquin. Like Every every couple of shows we kind of get into this, right? And it's like we need like you were saying you were you were alluding to it earlier, and I don't want you to, to say anything, you know, about the UFC, but like we need this cross promotional stuff, right? Like Nganu and Fury was huge for the industry in general. Yeah. Like yeah. now we need you know, we need John Jones and Ngannou, right? Like we need these crossover fights that A get the fighters paid and yeah. piques the, the interest of everybody.
0: Well, in my personal opinion, and U- I mean, I don't know whether the UFC care about my little old pain. They, I don't think they think I know anything. But my thing is, I think the UFC didn't already put in their work, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: They did already, you know, laid the foundation where now every other little, whether it's PFL, the one, you know, belts are gone now. <laughs> you know, yeah, but they're they they looking at the foundation of the UFC and be like, oh, we, we want to be like that, right? So the UFC doesn't have to work as hard as they used to. Because they getting money like clockwork, bro. And if it no, wasn't for there them, ain't no other promotion getting a billion dollars worth of revenue. Nope. Man. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So You're the right. UFC not worried about trying to promote and do all this other shit because it's like I said, it's the engine, bro. It's fighters. I, it's more. I look at fighters, right? Like you should want to get that, right? The promotion not gonna allow that to happen because that's how they keep making their money. But fighters, though. They, you know, we 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 just comfortable being with the UFC because. Well, actually, yeah, one they,
1: person has to become bigger than the organization itself.
0: And one has everything else partners, that they partners, do. Though. One has, but he partners though. Yeah. <laughs> he getting a check every month. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the oh. UFC is
5: never going to lend out his platform. They don't have to. Like Joaquin said, they built this fucking house. It's like, okay, why the fuck do you need to invite now second party people to validate your own shit? You don't. Like, there's, yeah, hardcore fans. People forget this all the time. When it comes to MMA, your market target audience is casual. It's bringing in new people. It's not the hardcores. Yeah. That's why hardcores are always bitching. Oh, this fight, why the fuck would we get this? Well, because it's not about you. Yeah, but so, it's like, about,
1: uh, that's, that's another point of what I was talking about is, like, if you got a pay-per-view card and you yeah. got, oh, you got this card, oh, it sold 1.2 million. Those 1.2 million buy everything. They buy every time. They buy those pay-per-views every time there's a fight on. But then you get a pay-per-view of, like, the McGregor-Mayweather shit that was 4.4, and they just barely made Pacquiao get paid. uh, It was 4.6 million they sold for that one. Like, I don't even know if I believe that.
0: Hey, Mike, who clocking in at 1.2 million just like that? Who pay-per-view buys like that? All this? the
1: pay-per-views that Connor. the UFC does, yeah. that the numbers <laughs> released, they say that it's just 1.2 million. For That's like an average. That's for, an like average. A Dustin, for like a that's Dustin no, Poirier. We don't know what the
0: numbers be. You know they are gonna be lying. No, I'm not trying <laughs> to call
1: Dustin Poirier average. I'm just saying like on average, the UFCs, yeah. when they do a pay-per-view, they're doing yeah. at least a million buys, 1.2 buys. So, yeah. but then you see these ones... That come out, some with boxing, some with UFC. We're talking 3 million buys. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that make the differences.
0: Right, right. But you only got a handful of people like that in boxing, which is still of, debatable yeah. then because now that Mayweather's gone, ain't nobody touching numbers like that. Not Javante, not Devin Haney, yeah. not, uh-uh. uh, not Tyson. Tyson is the closest. Not Canelo. Tyson Wood no, or, Can- or, or Canelo.
1: Canelo. Canelo, okay. I got, not doing got those the
4: fucking numbers, list. He's the biggest right name here. on the planet. He's not doing those well, numbers. It's
1: 2023. Everybody streams them shits now. That's <laughs> really? true. Oh, Everything.
4: Have,
5: you, don't, to... don't have, you don't have like a. Canelo
1: they should release guy guy. those numbers. They should release <laughs> the numbers like, oh, there was 700 thousand streamers on this card, but there was 1.5 million streamers <laughs> on this card. They should release that shit.
5: (laughs) They should. Hey, peep this. I got a list of pay-per-view buys versus uh, boxing buys. I mean, this is like all time. So Mayweather Pacquiao, 4.6 million. That's fucking insane. That makes sense. Okay, Mayweather McGregor, right under it with 4.3. So Mayweather Pacquiao beat it by 300K. Then you have UFC 229, Khabib McGregor, 2.4 mil. De La Hoya versus Mayweather, 2.4 mil. I mean, that was in 07. Mayweather-Canelo, then you have UFC 202, UFC 257, UFC 264, all McGregor fights. Mayweather-Cotto, UFC 260, 246, mcgregor Cerrone, another McGregor fight after that, 196, and then Triple G-Canelo. Well, other like, than dude, McGregor, damn. So it's Money it's
0: McGregor, McGregor-Canelo and Mayweather, bro. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Those, you only get those one of the those. Faces, those are the faces of combat, but I feel like mm-hmm. Conor McGregor... He could have been on some real Mayweather shit if he would have, but you know that. Like I said, now that's the whole other conversation because as as much as people want to say that Conor McGregor stole Mayweather's blueprint, he didn't because he's still attached to other people. Mm-hmm. All
3: right, you know think what I'm about saying? this?
0: Now, yeah, th- think about think about this though.
4: Mayweather. I mean, uh, McGregor is the only one that I can think of that the UFC was like, yeah, yeah, go fight Mayweather and and do a cross promotion. They That's hadn't let anybody else stupid. do that because they you knew could've... the fucking power that McGregor had in that scenario. You still
0: right? see it. this motherfucker? Yeah, ain't fought. He ain't fought in three years. Everybody knows and he, he got rid of you, Sada. Look, they right. kicked you out, bro. That man got, a, that man got rid of a whole organization.
3: <laughs> like, imagine being so powerful I said, hey, at your job, you show up and like randomly jump in and like fucking out of house.
0: You said I was like, man, we were just cool yesterday. What's
5: it? <laughs> what Not no more, bro. You pissed off our fucking employee of the month, bro. You're out.
1: Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. That dude, oh,
1: that's just Shout out McGregor, man.
4: He gave me a face off uh, after I knocked Luke's absolutely. teeth out. Because they did releases. they released, uh, McGregor, whoever did it released McGregor's numbers. And that motherfucker was pulling in four and a half mil a fight since Aldo. He didn't even have yeah. a fucking belt there Before,
0: since although he was pulling yeah. four and a half from the UFC. Yeah. I mean, they was put. So, yet again, right, this engine, they took this one person. And like Dana said, he said, motherfucker, you can talk, but if you can talk just as good, if you can fight just as good as you talk, oh, we're going to create something great because that's one thing that that, that uh, the UFC understands, Dana White understands. is like, unfortunately, you can't control somebody's success when it comes to the fight game. Right. Right. You can try to milk them all the fighters you want to. But at the end of the day, they got to win and they got to be excited. And that's what Conor McGregor was able to do. And he was uh, able to amplify that, you know, on top of just, you know, getting that belt and going out there, cross promoting, getting with uh, Mayweather and boxing him. But the UFC seen him from the very beginning. My man Dana had a sit down dinner with him before he was even signed with the UFC. If y'all didn't realize that man been watching Connor since the very beginning, people crazy. Why? Right?
1: How? Who?
0: He got you, you know, know what I mean? Double tap in Cave I'm Daniel, saying why?
1: Who? How? Daniel, how? How is he? was he brought up with them because, because before he even got to them? They had his plan. He was up threw up
0: this man. fucking people Daniel up. kinda out to Vegas. Had a sit down yeah. dinner with him. When he won both. I got a funny belts. story about this. Because before, before I made it, before I went. Am I tripping? Is the Cage
5: Warriors that he wanted? Yeah, he was Cage Warriors. Right? So he not he was 145 champ. Then he knocked out the 155 champ. Made it look fucking easy. Doing the made shit it he look does. Like money. That's what. Yeah, like, bro, that fucking pole counter he hit him with and just looked at him go down, like, what the fuck? Double champ now. UFC was already on his radar, like Joaquin said, and so then they gave him the fight in Sweden against, I believe, uh, Marcus Brimage. He goes out there and fucking torches him. Like, it, disgusting, like, these weird bolo uppercuts he was throwing back then. <laughs> the weird trotting bolo. around. Those bolo uppercuts. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? How you go, that? When he yeah, I got exactly what i dude. dude, I went to his next... Uh, eight fights. You, you US, riding a little States. hard right now, Matt. Nope, nope. His <laughs> riding a little fucking, fucking hard, hard right bro. now, bro. His, his Matt, come up is why tonight? you... You know what the fuck I'm drinking. Cause Cause show us.
4: <laughs> yep. yep oh, he riding. riding. Joaquin, is <laughs> that a problem, <ride>, bro? <laughs> they love this shit. <sighs> but, dude, the fucking Conor pull-up was insane,
1: bro. I'm going to drink Do 12. Don't worry about it. Do you have a vice, Marquise? I got a what? A vice. What you mean? Like, like, uh, vice, that I like you uh, like to, bad, you I like like
0: to. The drink, you like to smoke, you like to do uh, it all. I like to do many things. I'm going to leave it at, I like he's just it. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, just yeah. You keep saying shit, he's like, yeah. We're all
5: in here. He likes kicking people in the head, that's yeah. one of his vice. Yeah.
0: Ones. Yeah, if yeah. I'm getting paid for it, yeah, I don't yeah. like fighting out in these streets, and if I do, I'm going I'm to have to dig in your pockets. You hear me? See how much you got on me. <laughs> that would be a sick post fight salary, dude. That would be Weird, fucking yeah. grabbing oh, in
5: there.
1: Yeah. yeah, but you gotta hey, watch I just, out. I sent you that video today.
0: I yeah, big thanks, bro. My man my man in your the question? upper room now. You hear me?
1: The upper room. Ooh, I, I, I hope he survived. I hope he survived. <laughs> he definitely learned his lesson.
0: Nah, bro, you can't, I don't, I don't care what the situation is, you know, once you put your hands on anybody, definitely when you talk talking about outside, anything go, you can't expect somebody yeah. to react the same way that you would react if somebody throw hands with you, like, people ain't built like that. Of course. Especially where I'm at down here in St. Louis, like, you know, you got people all the time, broke in a situation, whatever, that they can just control or they can get themselves out of by just speaking and communicate, but they'd rather just try to communicate with these, but motherfuckers communicating with this. <laughs> You know. Yeah. Yep. So. So Mike, yeah, I, did, I did fight. have the
4: answer to your question earlier when you were saying like, how did McGregor get you know, yeah, this this treatment, right? And I texted Bryce Mitchell, and he said uh, he said McGregor he said McGregor is Illuminati. <laughs> hey, yo, ask Bryce if he'd fight
5: fucking um hey, Lopez.
3: You said, oh, well, he's he's a, like, a, Bryce Mitchell
5: Lopez called out Mitchell, Diego really? Lopez, who just that won. That'd be fight,
0: though, for real. It
5: would be. It's a big jump, but you know, yeah. What about that? that? We match. got
1: uh we got games and cards to go over. Let me yeah, bring up one up.
5: quick thing, real quick. This is important. This is really important for the MMA community, or at least for me. You guys are familiar with Dale, the Dale Detroit. Burn. Yeah, see, you know where I'm going with this. Do you, you talking about in Platinum? Nah, I don't even. No, the (laughs) motherfucker that does the videos, like Detroit Urban Self Defense. Oh, that's his name? This motherfucker. So, Joaquin, what? Be for real with us, bro. If we have to cut this, we can. Joaquin brought him in his corner (laughs) to a UFC Apex fight, which you won, with Dale in your corner. It's a meme photograph. I mean, what was I thought Dale was
1: real humble that week, though.
5: Well, because he was around people that could really fuck someone up. No, because he was that. grateful
1: to have the opportunity to work with Joaquin. Joaquin's a fucking <laughs> superstar, a super athletic guy and capable. And the box and the hands is crazy. So I think Dale was just happy to be involved and what? someone was giving him respect. That's
0: and what I'm also, curious to hear. People don't realize for me, yeah, I did the kick and all that shit right there. And people can say it was for clout or to try to get it. It was, it was helped boost. The promotion i was working with another guy who's heavily known as an influencer right because people didn't realize like besides me being in that cage and me being watched by millions when we walked outside that motherfucker bro when we was out there in vegas people were stepping to him right so i was just like oh okay that i'm glad i brought this guy in because it was gonna bring a lot of attention but just to speak the real on dale my man been in the military my man was a paratrooper like my man been about that life right so my thing is, how you gonna tell somebody out here bullshitting when he actually been trained in the military? He trains mm-hmm. actual police officers in Detroit. He actually goes out in community and does security for them, right? And mm-hmm. he tries his best to uh, not use any type of weapons, which I I, I call Dale crazy. I'm shit. I, I need. I, <laughs> I He's need got a sense of humor. of humor, right? He's got a sense of humor about it. He feel like that he can de-escalate any situation with his words and with communicating. But if not, he feel like he can disarm them as well. So he said he hasn't been in that situation of to current date, but he said he'd be ready if anybody did try to pull up on him like that. So my, my prayers always out to him. Cause man, you know, you got, you got to be quick with it, boy. You got to be yeah. quick with it. They're good people though. I don't care nobody's nobody G- said.
5: Good. That's what I wanted to hear, man. Cause you know, he gets clowned on and I wanted to hear straight from you why you brought him out. Fair enough. Right there. Just validated right there. Uh, he yeah, seems like yeah, I mean, I don't know why like, no fighters the, don't do fuck? that,
0: right? We, you don't, matter of fact, my man, Mike, perfect example. My man said, fuck paying anybody else. I'm going to bring my girl out with me, right? That was yeah. actually big. I didn't think that was the best idea, but regardless, it blew up. She said, baby, hey, what else do you need? She putting the ice on your chest and
5: shit. Yeah, and Mike's just...
0: I'm gonna just, <laughs> just going to beat the shit out of I was tired. I
1: was tired as hell, too. I was like,
0: yeah, was actually, the Timmy... That moment to live forever, fam. Which is dope. You was the first person to really on that yeah. type of shit, you know? Cause your girl ain't no fighter, is she? Like no, no fighter,
1: fighter. Is she? she uh, she wrestled in high school.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> she actually wrestled, but I mean, she and still, she
0: Latina. I wasn't. I mean, with she's her.
1: definitely not a fighter at all. She's right. she's a little firecracker, yep. but like, you know, that's cause I got her and- back now. Maybe I don't know, but right <laughs> you.
0: but my my <laughs> thing is my thing is like why not use that opportunity because we get what three corners right you don't need that many motherfucking yeah. coaches to tell you something use that third one and and if you if you are knowing somebody of influence and boy, I'm straight spending some games too if you knowing somebody of influence th- throw them in to help promote your right. shit
1: No, for sure i mean right, now yeah. my team uh, has been more solid. Uh, those, I had three UFC fights with my girl in the corner. Uh, I won the first one with her and then I had a couple decisions. Didn't go my way. Uh, mm-hmm. I also in the 10 means fight, I had somebody pay me to be there. Uh, he some random dude. I didn't know at all. And he was like, kind of weird. Like he didn't want to hang out with us all week at all. And like, yeah, bro, you should have
0: fucked with us bro, on, on, on the real, bro. You should have fucked with us in that team, bro. No, gonna, I feel you, but I was in a, I was down. in a I'm different right place. I got the weight down, bro.
1: <laughs> I, I was in a different place at that time. Now, feel, my boxing coach, my boxing coach JT uh Technique Boxing, um he he's a great dude. I've known him for like 10, 15 years and uh we finally started working together when I got out of the UFC uh mm. and and went to the Triller and then the BKFC. So I mean, he's been phenomenal, and I take uh, – you know, I try to take good care of him.
0: I ain't going to lie to you, though, fam. If I can ask you personally, what was that transition like, bro, after you got cut from the UFC? You know, a lot of motherfuckers being devastated. They be crying in the car and shit, you know what I mean? And they going to cry in the car. Like, what was your transition after, like, you know, the USC was like, yeah, we ain't trying to, trying to book Well, I fight?
1: Fi- That's a good question. I found myself – um, I came to a point like on the Joe Rogan podcast, I said, you know, I stopped making excuses and um, I took a hard look in the mirror and told my, you know, I, I I started taking the constructive criticism or, you know, some of the bullshit that I might see online that might be true somehow or in some way. And uh, I started looking at it from a different perspective and, um, and to be honest, MMA and boxing are a different sports. Um, I've always just wanted to punch and just fight. I've always loved boxing, but I, I my boxing got me so far in MMA. I just knocked out all these MMA fighters, kind of like what Jake Paul was doing. And mm-hmm. I had the hands and then, and then at the deeper I got in MMA with the kicks and the grappling, it kind of started suppressing my boxing. And, um, you know, that's where I'm a fan of yours because, I mean, you have really good kicks, side kicks, back kicks, um, and your boxing style is really good. And you, you know, you, you're getting better and better at it with what you're doing. So, you know, I just, you know, definitely God helps, family helps. I grew up a little bit. Um, I don't know. How old are you? I'm 29,
0: man. I'm about to be 30, uh, April. Yeah, you it's
1: we all we no, there
3: there,
1: nah, we down still there. reaching our prime. Don't listen his old ass. We still <laughs> he reaching is. our
0: prime. Hey, he ain't, hey, he ain't lying though, because I remember my management told me this, bro. This is no bullshit, bro. Because a lot of people feel like I'm a little impatient, which I am, right? So I got to look at myself and, and realize that I still got room to to grow and actually do within the company, within the actual company. But my my management told me that he said, bro, just be patient, bro. You got at least ten, fifteen more years. I said, bro, ten to fifteen. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, like, I'm be forty something, bro. Hey,
1: Yoel Romero. <laughs> get my little check? Yoel get my little Romero check? and Dan no, no. Henderson. He
0: said, look at hey, my man said,
1: look at Glover Teixeira. I said, nah, bro. Yeah, Yoel I Romero, said, nah. Dan Henderson, Glover Teixeira, forty seven years old. These guys hey, reached
3: hey, their prime.
0: Hey, hey, applaud to them. I ain't trying to be that though. Like, let me get my shit now, bro. You know I hear what you, you I put it, I put it. I put in the leg work throughout probably shit. Like I said, my whole life I've been fighting. Like, no bullshit, right? So I've been fighting professionally since I was 18 years old.
1: Well, you All got right, 20 bro. more years of running sprints up them hills with that fucking dummy on your shoulder. So stop crying about it now. You got to work, motherfucker. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old you are. You're going to be training your ass off for the next 40 years of your life, Joaquin. Not
0: that hard. Not that hard. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because <laughs> you're <get laughs> smarter. Hey, George, hey, I ain't going to lie George St. Pierre, Gee, because my man that touching 40-something, 40, 41, 42-something, and he's still out there doing triple backflips and – doing planks, dog on rings like he looked, looked
1: kind of skinny though, man. I feel like when I retire fighting, I'm going to go into bodybuilding. I'm going to try to eat and get swole, Just get swole. and shit. This swole came came and turned around. Can't wipe
0: your ass, <laughs> baby.
1: Look, I trick my coach <laughs> like that. I I tell myself the more I complain at at the gym, the more the, like the more tired I seem, the more I seem like I hate to work out. Um you know, that's that's kind of my strategy going into training because I try to complain the whole time so he'll, like, give me a little bit longer breaks and, like, so then I can make it through the training. But I'm still training hard. It's, look, it's
0: look I, I would say this, wisdom. right? And I, I, and I heard you too, bro, because I'm a complain, motherfucker. I tell my coach all day, like, bro, why we doing this, bro? You know what I mean? And look, and look I was like, look, as long as I'm doing the work, I can talk shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to talk uh-huh. shit while I'm doing it, though. But That's uh, thought, but you know yeah, for me, I you, you, feel like you married or you single? No, nah, I well, I I got a life partner. I have to keep you like, this. yeah, she want a ring so bad, boy. Yeah. Love my girl. She been with me since yeah. high school, so she the one. She's Good a family, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good um, scene, yeah, yeah. These hoes all in my no DMs kids? now. I, I, I gotta stay strong. <laughs> I gotta stay no strong, kids? bro. God. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Oh, you do have kids? Got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one on the way actually. I got congratulations, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. I, I was gonna say, it. I was gonna
4: say, because both of y'all like to complain, and as a married guy, you just start complaining more, man, because you, you always complain to your wife. <laughs> she's just like, she's like, man. fuck off, bro. <laughs> like, man,
1: look, yeah. I did, yeah. I disagree with you, on. bags, because really? my, I feel like when my wife is around, I just stop talking because she's gonna complain about shit, and I want to be able to be like, hey, can you just be quiet because. The only thing up in the air is negativity. We don't need that around here. It's just see, to the me, be quiet. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say right. nothing at all. Right. See, for me, hey, well, I get the sniffles, and I'm though, like,
4: babe, bro. I'm fucking sick. And she's like, I'm taking care of three fucking kids. I'm taking them to school. I'm doing this. Like, see, look, like, see, y'all, y'all know
0: where y'all messed up at. Y'all gave them the power. That ring is they power. <laughs> Look, my girl going to be acting <laughs> different once she get that ring. Babe
3: you like
4: a dictator I'm
0: like,
3: hold up, girl on this one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. this Shit does change
4: it
0: does Shit does change It's the good life, Mike You're, you're damn right, it's a good life no, I, mean, but I feel right like for real, for real People just gotta find the right one for them It don't matter about marriage none mm-hmm. of that. If you right. got the right one, you got the right one If that's what you want to do Because right. you feel like that's how you want to progress in your relationship Then do that but I feel oh, like my relationship yours is going to tell you off.
1: something after she sees this episode. She can be like, oh, oh, what so you, you that think show? that you think that we just in this just because we write for each other? You ain't oh, going to lock me down.
0: We Keep an open <laughs> line of communication. We keep an open line of communication at all points, bro. At <laughs> yeah, all. That's, that's how, you know, because she would have been just going. in the going passenger
5: service. seat right
1: now. <laughs> I'm just you giving know,
4: Matt, a hard how, time. Matt, how's your life, your, uh, love life going, homie? Mac.
5: My, my what?
4: You love life.
5: Ah, you guys know how it is.
0: Damn, bro, that's he's good. got all the boys that's at Karate Combat oh, drinking hey. Bud Light. The
5: boys. <laughs> bro, I actually kind of have a girlfriend, bro. Actually, bro. <laughs> hey, what a you say that, f- man. Y'all know you
0: know how it's going. Yeah, you no play, play, Nah,
5: yeah, that's bullshit. No, bro. No, bro. I'm low key, bro. I'm not fucking married, bro. <laughs>
4: so I kind yeah. of a girl. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean Strickland got his band on our first episode on, on YouTube. First yeah, episode. I believe it though. He said that Mac looked like he drugs girls, drinks at the bar. Damn,
0: that's wild. That <laughs> man <laughs> just say anything.
4: I ago. knew
5: he would. I knew he'd talk shit. I knew he would talk shit. <laughs> hey, what you I up to, man? Shit.
1: You was in the car. You was going somewhere, or you was uh, returning yeah, from I, somewhere? I just got
0: from the gym. I, I'm, I'm making a skit. I'm making a skit, bro. So I just got from the gym. I'm, I'm thinking about doing uh, David Goggins. And Tony Ferguson, bro. So we're we going to drop that pretty soon. So you yeah. you got
3: Tony
1: then. Because he's training with David, you got Tony in that fight. Let's go, Tony. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, I definitely got Let's Tony.
0: Let's go, Tony. I, don't got Tony. I don't got Tony like, in my mind. I got Tony in my heart. You know what I'm
5: saying? That's <laughs> I, how I bet. <laughs> I only bet with my
0: heart. He ain't betting on Tony. He's not betting on Tony. <laughs> bro, but he loves want Tony. That man to
4: win. You oh, know, I'll drop tough. 20
5: bucks on my heart's feelings, bro. <laughs> El Cucu at back, bro. I'll drop 20 bucks when my heart says it's what's up, bro. That's, that's why I'm not even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had a off. dope point. I had a dope point that you guys asked me about my fucking, I don't know. Nobody I cares, Mac. I, that's not about that, bro. That's why I wasn't I was trying to talk about that shit, bro. All it's right, a joke, this. bro. We Relax, we, bro. You
1: always get so mad.
4: Yeah, you, you get animated, dog.
1: You get worked bro, up. I don't even
5: wanna, bro, listen. Hear me out. Joaquin, you guys were talking about uh, 30, fight another 10 years. Do you guys see the stat? This is literally what I've been trying to bring up this whole time, you dicks. <laughs> um, I think it was Luke Thomas isolated the, like, the statistic where people over 35 that have fought for a UFC title uh, in a UFC title fight are like 38 and 2.
0: Did you guys know that? That's good for them. So the champions are all the champions. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, all the you champions realize, are old. And and well, not, what... not only that, right? People forget the UFC kind of controls who gets the title, and when your time comes up next, the UFC mm-hmm. does control that because if you look at uh, Charles, uh, uh, what's his name? Not Charles. I'm sorry, Benil Darouche, Right? Yeah. When he fought, yeah. Charles Oliveira. Why did Benil Daru's fight Charles Oliveira? He should have just fought Ericka He was already on the nine-fight to nine winning streak. But they said, hey, give us one more. <laughs> yeah. Give us one more, we're going to give you that title, boy. That boy ended up losing, you know, and he'll probably mm-hmm. never get a title shot again. And now who who else is dealing with this, right? Bilal Mahan. Oh, oh,
3: no,
0: No, 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 no. played himself. Marab's different. I, Bilal, Bilal is Marab. a... Is
3: a you're right, my below, boy. Him. below But He purpose. played himself yeah. because
0: he, he put relationship over the actual goal, right? Because even yeah. if you're my brother, right, the best gotta get the belt, bro. We and should they, fight each other. If that. we
1: really boys, let's see who's better. Unless he just knew that he wasn't that's
0: better. See, that's and that's a hundred, Mike, because we're gonna get paid together at the end of the day. And you're right. So, I'm gonna in fight the, the for, shit
1: out of you. <laughs> I'm gonna fight. Or check. Let's go for the title and the check. Hey, and it. this Where is my opportunity.
0: the way, is coming back home, right? It's coming back <laughs> to the gym at the end of the day, you know. That's so, crazy. So for Marab, I feel like it's a different situation because my thing is like, bro, you worked this hard for what? And I understand that yeah. you call this dude your brother, but you want to become a champion, right? Like that, at the end of the day, the best got to have the belt. That's just how I feel, you know. But I was gonna say Bilal Muhammad is, is definitely the one that's you know stressing because my thing, my dude about to fight uh who? Nakamura How is Uzi?
1: Kobe fighting after three years off?
0: Right. That's
1: but crazy. It
0: again, <sighs> they control that. And I'm not mad at it. They trying to get the numbers. Kobe gonna sell more than Bilal,
1: right? No, that's Bilal that
3: that's dollars. that
1: uh what did what did Tony Ferguson call it? At the press conference, he called it. Dana
3: White Privilege. Dana White Privilege.
0: I got to get a shirt. Dana White Privilege. Dude, I got to get a
4: (laughs) shirt. He dropped that line so dirty, bro. So Pretty fucking good, though. All right, Joaquin, I always ask everybody this. 30 seconds or less, how do you beat these fighters?
0: How do I? Hold on. 30 seconds or less, how do I beat them? Uh huh I gotta you so like like a short left like like that type of answer. Yeah, like like uh, what, you 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 pick whatever the fuck you want to say. Rapid response. <laughs> How do you beat this fighter, Kevin Holland? Uh, nuts on forehead. Chad <laughs> Mendez. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Ian Machado, Gary. Knockout second round. Luke That's K. a good fight. like that fight. Luke A. Luke A. Brain damage. I, I can't fight him. Brain damage. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I can't mess with him. He got brain damage. I, I can't kill that man in the cage. I don't want to do that to him. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Wonder Wonderboy Thompson. Wonderboy, Boy. Uh, spin a cook kick. Shabcock. <laughs> uh Decision. Unanimous. Kobe. Kobe Covington. Ain't going to make it to the cage. Woo. Fair enough. Damn. Yeah.
1: You think you uh, beat Hamzat in a decision? You know they're going to give him the decision got, if y'all got, go to time. Oh, Romanov, yeah. I'm thinking. I thought yeah, you yeah, called yeah. Hamzat Shavkat sometimes. I, <laughs> see, their <laughs> hey, name's fucking you up. Them yeah. <laughs>
0: motherfuckers ain't got no vowels in their name. <laughs> shit man uh they off
1: the <laughs> jeff neil fight i say you can finish shavkat ramanov
0: oh no most, he, del, most del, but he'll be he'll be more patient be now tough. now that yeah now, now that he, i think i think he popped his cherry with a black dude you know so he like he like nah nah i gotta take my time with them yeah, they hit it was hard like, they hit hard so i feel like though if i did fight hams out to my ear bro I, I just gotta survive that wrestling bro in the first round dude i think he's shown he, that straight he up he gonna shoot immediately immediately mm-hmm. He's got I a knife. I mean, so, you know, like, like, it's like when the start of the bell, uh, the Greyhound races, bro. As soon as they open that motherfucking gate, boom, bro. Like, he, he gonna shoot. Just, so, I feel like throw the head kick. Throw the head
1: kick right away, even if his knee's on the ground. Fuck it. Take the DQ. You knocked like, him out.
0: Like, yeah,
1: either way. Fuck that I wrestling shit. <laughs> fuck all that wrestling <laughs> shit. I'm trying <laughs> to box. <laughs> Matt, 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 Mike's in BKFC boxing, now. He's Leave like, just Eddie kick him alone. in the head, fuck it.
0: Leave Eddie alone, bro. I'm gonna tell you that right now, bro. <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: Eddie it's all, him. All
0: sweaty. This Kinda his all fault. All and shit.
1: He on that steroids, trying to keep up. He trying to keep up on them steroids. Nah, he said he's
0: trying to keep up. With I steroids. said he
1: should fire whoever got him this opportunity. Once I do it to him, I'm finna do it to him.
0: Man, right. don't do him right. too bad, bro. Don't do him too bad, Mike. I ain't gonna lie, hey. that's a different. Burn Knuckle boxing is a different breed. I done fought a couple motherfuckers out here, bro. You hit that nigga one time. I'll be like, shit. You hear me? So for you to go rounds and start face to face like this, bro, you built different. I
3: Thank remember when you, Luke,
0: Rockhold, Luke Rockhold said, wait, it was gonna be easy yep. work with you and Burn Knuckle, I said, oh, he mm-hmm. don't even know. <laughs> he don't even
1: know. <laughs> dumb, it was easy. Hey, you, he you, quit. They
0: no said, the "Don't suit? hit me." They no said, "That <laughs> my dude." <laughs> they said, "Oh
5: shit! Fuck all this! He Fuck said, all this!" Bro, bro.
0: done this shit. It's fucking oh, up
4: my man. real life. Right. So, so uh, Mike, Mike was Mike was nice enough to bless me with a chance to corner him, and uh, to be in his corner and uh, at BKFC against Alvarez. My only goal is to yell, Mike. Louder than Eddie Alvarez's wife yells, Eddie. That's it. That's your I only go. go.
0: Mike! Mike!
1: Oh. If it, you go, watch Eddie's fights, you hear his wife. I tell you that. You hear Eddie's <laughs> wife on all his fights.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you, how you going to say my name supporting. again, bro, I got to hear that. Whose name? I'm sure I'm sure she's a sweet lady, by the way. Uh, I said, no, no, no. Dude, but you We know, all know, need a bad, ride
4: right?
5: or die like that, bro. How
0: oh yeah. you, you going to say Mike's name again? Mike!
5: Nice. Dude, bro, the
0: Eddie, Eddie,
4: pitch, man. she's loud. Apparently, the higher the pitch it is, she gets loud, man. I got to do it.
0: No, that's funny as hell. Hey. No, I'm, I'm, when, when, is that, when is that fight? When is that fight for the pop December
1: 2nd. That's big. Are you looking to have another one before the end of the year, or you're waiting Ain't for early door. next year? Early next year, maybe.
0: That ain't, that ain't my choice, and my thing. Right. I don't even stress about it no more. They, they, right. they heard what I needed to say. They, I, I told uh, people that you know I wanted to fight at the end of the year, but I ain't stressing. I, I got. But I gotta what if there's a fallout?
1: I know you cut a lot of weight now, but like, what if there's a fallout? What if there's a fight on your on your that you see that you like? If one of these motherfuckers ain't there, let me let me in.
4: Oh, uh, I guess it all depends. Here it is. Here it is. I mean, Not, look, Luke a could go out, Gary could go out on two ninety six. That's in December. Nah, they'll, December probably 16th. they'll probably be
1: there. They'll probably be there, but who I knows? Mean, I mean, fucking
4: you know, injury, whatever. It but could be He ain't fucking. I, I, he ain't I, going I, to one seventy in, in,
0: in a week. Yeah, you, but <laughs>
4: if you started now,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, if I start now, if I definitely, but my thing is too right. That's cool for the preparation, but people forget you still got life, right? I'm starting to understand that. I got money in the bank now. I don't have to rush nothing. If anything, I'm helping the UFC out if I do that. But yeah. then a lot of times when my management tell me, hey, well, you got to understand that the UFC don't do that, then why I got to get the fight then? That's right. Right. I hear you. Of, I'm just going off of what people tell me. So I'm just like, all right, then I could just chill until my moment do come. Like we said, we got to be more patient then. I
5: think got to. I agree. I'm no fucking manager. I though. agree. Don't take Too many motherfuckers bucks, taking last minute fights and losing. It, dude, the win ratio yeah. is like 70 and, I mean, 30, look,
4: bro.
0: And if you're getting paid like that, then cool for you. But you're not, you're not going in a fight for the purpose of winning. You're going in there to get paid. So that's the All difference right. between me and them as well, right? If I'm going out there, I'm going out there with the ideal of winning. All not right. just getting a check, but I won't vote.
3: Of course, of you know because I tell
0: people all the time I don't I don't fight for two checks I fight for three I need that bonus too, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's unfortunate that I, I had two great performances, bro, in my uh, in, at 170, and I, I I didn't touch not one performance, bro. But when I see fighters like Justin Gaethje, every time they go out there, they but get a bonus. That's the hunger. That's time. what whether I'm talking they, about. Whether they get knocked out or whether they fight, go to a decision, they get a bonus.
1: But you know, that's I mean, what I'm talking time. about. That's the hunger that I'm talking about. Like you like fuck it. I see this fight. I want I want one if not both of these motherfuckers. You let it be known cuz there is a couple loud mouths that have and you have a good platform where you you post funny videos, you make yeah. you make up shit on Instagram or on TikTok and shit and you're a badass fighter if you just it's the weight control. Obviously, that's a big problem for a lot of us and then if if you let it be known to Dana or them, I don't know cuz Sean Strickland, you know, he kind of did it. He put his mouth everywhere. He put his nose in everybody's ass. Pause. Uh, not <laughs> pause. Uh he put his nose in everything.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. made sure that he got up there, but then when it when it came time to fight, he did show up and he was ready to battle whoever it was.
0: He's I, always ready.
1: I'm
0: not I'm not I'm not scared to talk about the, like, the opportunities I want to get. I just got to get the opportunity.
1: Right. I, I, I know. Like I and it's I coming. The it's coming for you. I
0: yeah, know it, it is. is. That's exactly, bro. So, with me just being patient, the UFC is going to see that I'm actually somebody that they do want to help push one day.
5: It might not be today. What that boy say? It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. Marino. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he said, I will be. But day. Day. Maybe, pero,
1: pero maybe not <laughs> next month, but someday I will be UFC champion. <laughs> that's that's Dude, my no, dog. What, um, damn, what is that this? Brandon Marino. I can't think Brandon of Marino. his name. Brandon, Brandon Moreno. He said that. nigga Yeah. Pero maybe not today.
0: You're doing the like next on month. On a
5: Cuban accent. That's Cuban as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yoel.
0: That's Yoel. I'm, always, I'm no, like, mira,
5: mira, maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. But not today. But I will be champion. See, dude, you did Cuban. You were doing Yoel. Mine wasn't better, but it was Brandon Moreno. Yeah, and
4: that's pretty he, good, he though, it. man. That was good. Hey, Joaquin. Yeah, there you go. Bro, yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. Welcome back any fucking time you want to. Chill I, and mess with it, I
3: love,
0: love everybody vibe here, bro.
1: Yeah. What Thank it? you, brother. Great yeah. to
0: see you, man. Big hey, Ben.
1: I want a rematch.
0: Rematch.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I do. Don't fuck tell me I don't, because I didn't even punch you hard. <laughs> I was you, more you, concerned. I wanted to take your belly shots. I, but you you picked it up with each shot. As no, as I didn't. Hurt. I start. I didn't even go hard. I could punch way harder. But you're... I, know I you just wanted to harder. see. You, it didn't even look like you hit me hard on the last one. But it just got through. I don't know what the fuck happened. How you doing, man? <laughs>
2: Doing
1: good, man. Let's go. Oh shit. Let's go. He's got the mic T on. Let's yeah. go. Big Ben, man. You ready to knock some fucking teeth out on the second, baby?
2: Every day. Every day it's like that, man. I like uh I spar
1: quite I spar more
2: more than most, most guys I hear that spar, so that's something I who, really who enjoy do about.
1: you spar? Who are these poor bastards you're sparring? So, Kalen Hall,
2: you've seen him. He's he's a little bigger than me.
3: Uh, you've oh, seen him what? with me.
2: Last, they yeah, have both both fights. You see him with me. Uh, he's my guy. You know, as long as I got him, I always got fun fun sparring. He's been with me since uh, 2019. Uh, he's been a blessing, a uh, huge help for me. Oh, and, awesome. Yeah, I got a gym full of guys. You know, I got I got some fighters that you know. Uh, I got a little, you know, little gym. I'm in Kenosha. It's kind of a quiet place. We got a group of guys, and, you know, every week, man, we stay, we
1: stay busy. Teach a lot of kids at that gym, too, don't you? got a good kids program?
2: Yeah, my, 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 my top guy, Cody Lynn, who fights this weekend, actually, uh, runs a Brazilian jiu-jitsu program for the kids. And then James Bennett and uh, a couple of my other guys run the kids' kickboxing you know, I do what I can when I'm around, but they, they're really the ones that get all the credit. They're doing an outstanding job for the youth, and uh, I'm just blessed to have a really great group of people around me that you know, we're, we're able to help the community, so it's a good thing, man.
5: Do you charge That's extra great. for um, post-fight promo cut training? <laughs> no. What? what you, no. What? <laughs> you know what I mean, bro. Like, you you're famous for your... Post fight, post win promos. You do like the WW, bro. How? You know what I'm? I'm oh, you Just pretend you don't. Uh, do your that last fight
1: in That's Denver. Just... You you cut you know, a pretty you know good promo after the That's fight. What I'm saying. You really That's did. I, I loved, loved your promo. Extra.
2: After Wolverine, I danced. You know, I I did the laugh a couple times. You know, they're a little mm-hmm. bit different. So <laughs> last <laughs> was, the last yeah, one you know what I'm laughing, about. and that was on the. Uh, you know. I gave it the business, and it came off natural, and it was a good one.
5: So it's supplemental with the training. It just comes with it.
2: This guy, yeah, you hey, got to do it on the spot. Let's
5: go.
4: I, I, did see the, uh, I did see the belly punches between you two. I don't know that Ben was swinging very fucking hard, though.
5: They were just telling us about that. We, we're going to need the context for that. No. Ben, I'm going to go take my piss. I'm Ben take looked my piss like
4: he him. was punching nah. way
1: better than nope. I was. I was nope. going left hook to his right hook. His was coming in swift and smooth, and I wasn't even trying. I was just telling him I want a rematch because I didn't even try to give him my power because he starts me off right, and he goes, "Just please don't hurt your hand." And I'm thinking, "What the hell?" Like, so I'm not, I'm not gonna try to dig into his ribs. But now we gotta do it on fucking fight week when I'm cutting weight. <laughs>
4: I'm <playing with> <laughs> hey, ben, Ben's not gonna, That's be, a cutting horrible idea, gonna be cutting bro. weight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably fight week is probably not a not great a idea week to do
4: it. I guess I definitely ben, want Ben's to be eating. over there, Eddie fucking Smith. eating a whole pizza, and you're over there, fucking eating salmon slices. All right, Ben, ple- pleasure to meet you, brother. Or again, uh, good to see. You. I showed up late for this uh, interview. I apologize. Uh, I do have a funny ass story though. So first time you and I met, and you, won- I doubt you'll remember this. So. You're barely remembering it. Drinking them glasses of Claise. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Hush. Mike, you just hush. So you fought. Uh, you fought. You and uh, it was the Mike Perry Rockhold. And who did you fight?
2: Josh Copeland.
1: Yes. And
4: shout out to that guy. Because was, he was a fucking animal, too. But um,
1: oh, you did have a too. hell of a battle.
4: It was tough, bro. Couple they couple rounds disc- and then you put him down for good. Hell of a bro, it fight. Was, Go it was check a, that was an amazing out. fight. And so my wife, who's not a uh not a not a huge fight fan was sitting there. We were sitting there like the third row. It was me, my wife, and Mighty Mouse watching the shit. Everybody was we were all on the edge of our seats, dude, cuz it was so good. And my wife looks at me and goes, "It doesn't look like these guys are hitting that hard." And I just looked at her and I'm like, "Babe, like these are some of the hardest punchers on the planet, just absolutely slugging each other for how many minutes at this point? How many rounds did you guys go? Like we we seven went and a half. Half. Yeah, it was three rounds yeah. total. He oh. yeah. stopped. Right. Uh, he stopped at the end of the third round. I mean, every punch is like, "Yeah." You just hear it. You know what I mean? And so uh, I was like, I was laughing. I was like, "Yeah, you, you don't get it." You know what I mean? And so we went back to the hotel, and you and I were talking. And I, was, I sat down next to you, and you had you, your family and stuff around. I sat down. I'm like, hey, man, like, pleasure. We started. We, we talked for, like, five minutes. And you finally looked over at me, and you go, hey. You're like, my apologies. You're like, but I can't even, I don't even understand what you're saying right now. You're like, and I'll catch up with you later. And I just go, I go, dude, no problem. I completely get it. I mean, you've just been in an absolute war. <laughs> and you listened to me talk to you for, like, three minutes. You're like I, I apologize. It was so I, I I got a kick out of it.
1: That was a great story, Josh. Yeah, what? Fucking great, man. I've got a
4: good
2: memory, so I don't know if you know this. Uh, let you know about me. I'm a little little bit of an elephant. Uh, I don't forget. Uh, it's when people talk about Like I can remember. I got memories of three, four years old. People are astounded by what I remember. Not like photographic memory no shit like that because I wouldn't be fighting. Uh, But I'm pretty good at remembering stuff. And I remember our conversation, and I remember hanging out with you. And you weren't that drunk. I didn't think you were slurring. I just remember saying I had, like, blood coming out of my eye. Like, my my teeth were messed up. And I'm just like, my guy's meant to go get this stuff. And I'm like, I wanted to hang out with you. You know, you just got done sponsoring me and everything else. It's just like, I'm like, I better go put some fucking, you know, cleanser on this eye. It was was also my hand. My hand actually had a tooth. I, I, I. I punched him in the tooth and he put a hole in my hand and the medics at the venue didn't do anything about it. And I'm like, that's a human tooth. Like this thing's going to get infected. So I was actually really worried yeah. about it. And I just asked to go like, Hey, let me go get some cleanser on this thing, which I had to, you know, leave the area. And I just wanted to be as respectful as I could. Well, yeah. it wasn't because you were slurring or anything. You weren't, too, you weren't, you weren't too bad. <laughs> you're, you're on your way though. Yeah.
4: I
3: had I mean, the, hell, I was doing shots had the with bottle. Mike.
4: Uh, I was doing My Mike was walking around with a class A's little bottle. He's like, yeah, do a shot, homie.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: oh, is it down. true
2: from, a, from the podcast? Like, this is the thing you gradually get, you know, we drunker. Get up. Yeah. We get
1: fucked up. I get <laughs> Well, came back I, I would weird. be if I was not about to fight in a couple of weeks. I'd be getting fucking hammered right now, dude.
2: Yeah, we got to do one
1: after, the, after December 2nd. We got we to gotta do
2: another
1: one. some. I'm down, bro. Well, I'll mix. I'll go tequila, scotch, Hennessy, or cognac. <laughs> fucking all of it. Let's just fucking drink it all up, and I'm going to throw it up all over Eddie's face.
2: One funny thing about when we were doing our body shots is I actually thought about Luke Rockhold on the second body punch. The first one you hit me and I'm kinda of kidding around, you know. Like, uh the second one you hit me and I go, "That's son of a bitch
3: uh. he
2: hit me and I felt every one of your knuckles like <laughs> nobody else's and I go, damn I know that and then Luke took that shit in the jaw. I'm like, Yeah, that probably didn't feel good. Uh, but yeah man you have some you got some really good hands for bare knuckle.
1: The little tiny ones.
2: He they're, killed they're me. The
1: one the one win Luke had was when he posted that Burger King commercial. And he's like, I what don't know that? how I'm going to eat the new Whopper. I got these tiny hands. <laughs> he got me with that one. That shit was funny, dude. That shit was funny. Yeah, this I... uh what, well, damn. We were just talking with Joaquin Buckley. You know him?
2: He is the guy responsible for the spinning back kick yep. fabulous knockout. Two touches. pretty cool. Over. You'll see that every yeah. day. <clears throat>
1: That is that is exactly perfect response for that question. That is the answer I was looking for. Um, but no, yeah, he was really cool. Uh, we were talking. He told me not to beat up Eddie too bad, but you know I got to do what I got to do. Can't talk like that, man. There's, there's,
2: it's just not possible. You know now we signed the contract because. You know we can be as friendly as we want to be. We, I, I respect a lot of my opponents, and I try to. All agree. your,
1: you and your opponents are always kind of nice to each other because you know what you're getting your big asses into. <laughs> but you've seen Coach win, you
3: see
2: John Golfin, you see these guys. You know they get into the ring, dude, and it's like, yeah, they're fighting for their fucking life, and they're coming at me. You know, they're oh they're coming gosh. at me to fucking win, and uh,
4: there is absolutely no way we can not give them 100. percent so so I guess my question to you, Ben, is like transitioning over from MMA to bare knuckle. What was it like? Where do you feel like your advantages are? And where do you maybe wish you weren't fucking doing bare knuckle at some point? I would, God, that's got to be so tough.
2: It's a different animal, so to speak. Uh, there, there's good, there's definitely pros and cons to this. Knuckles uncle dangerous. You know, make no mistake. Um, the cuts. You know, you can get cut easy. Things like that. But honestly, I really, really enjoy this because at my age, the wrestling and the dangers that we can take from an age just it really outweighs it, man. Because you know, like I said, I'm training my my Kalen was talking about when people watch us do takedowns and we're hitting the ground, the room stops because they're just like, my God, if somebody lands on a on a limb wrong or you know anything like that? It's like you're not out for a little while. Like that's pro- for me at this point. It's probably the career. My career's over if I take any you know crazy wrestling injury at this point in time. It's probably game over for me. And I don't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? I just really get to focus on boxing, and still you know we got to train hard. We got to do our things. But there's a a huge danger element uh, of the injuries that are decreased during the training. And that's the thing that people don't really realize how dangerous MMA is because in MMA, it's like people don't realize what taking a fucking head kick is all about. Like, that's dangerous. Like, that's going to take some time off your lifespan, you know, like the wrestling and things of that nature. So, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the training with the bare knuckle. I get to focus on just my hands. I like it because I think it's a very fan-friendly ordeal. It's action. You know, we're going out there, and, you know, the the average fight fan, this is what they want to see. They want to see guys just fucking somebody get knocked out. You know, they don't really want to see two guys. You know, they're jiu people that like the grappling. They see it. But let's be honest, that can get made boring very easy. Uh, two guys start stalling. You know, one guy's trying to hang on to a win. They ain't doing that shit in bare knuckles so easy. You know, I know no. guys have, have pulled it off by dancing around for a couple rounds. But for the most part, as long as one of the guys is in there to win, the shit's going to be
1: entertaining. I love it. I love that outlook on so, oh, it. Do you get any road work in? Because you're saying you're loving the training. Do you do any miles or you get some sprints and shit? Yeah,
2: Yeah, man, as far as my strength and conditioning goes, that didn't change too much. That's, you know, weekly. Um, I got three sessions a week that are mandatory for the cardio, for strength training, to keep my body, you know, working. Uh, so that never changed. I just stick with that program. It's just instead of, you know, Working, working striking, working jiu jitsu, working wrestling, and then working it all together through the week. Now it's just I box, I box, I box, and I box. And you know, that's the difference. Mm. And it's
1: fun. Yeah, absolutely. I spar, I, agree. I spar
2: average about three times a week, which is for me, that's riding a bike. You know, I really just love doing it. It's easy to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm good because I control my atmosphere. So I don't really get hit and take damage. Uh, not like when i watched in my militish days the 155 170 pound guy they'd kill each other like yeah they, you shouldn't do that all the time like that's right. Robbie. It's like robbie lawler pulled away from sparring i'm like yeah if you guys spar like that that's not good for right. so it's different for me i've learned a lot uh, of ways and I'm, I'm really good at sparring
1: well, it yeah, it helps out because be 280 pounds. son, not done that. And it checks Two, out. I mean, you
5: fought, he oh, fought Tim Sylvia yeah. in 2001. <laughs> I mean, so you have to be one of the longest active. Uh, it's got to be one of the longest active combat sports careers currently right now. Because, I mean, it was like Olenek, who was, he fought in 1999, I think. He's out. He yep. fought over him. Overeem's out I'm trying to think of someone who's actually been going on longer Than you than now Yeah
2: my first recorded fight is July 1999
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ was that amateur
2: Yeah first amateur, wow.
1: Rampage Rampage Jackson's trying to fight Cannon Briggs But he was even He didn't debut in 2001 did he Dude
5: Rampage's been fighting a long time Yeah but that's how long – I I really – I'm trying to think of someone who's active right now.
2: Yeah, there's only a handful of us. It, not. it would be like,
5: yeah, St, Stipe? But he, no, not
1: nearly as long, though.
5: Because it's not about – And any, he hasn't been about, active in three years. Yeah, how long you're It's about is, the,
1: like. what the people saw from back in the day. So it was like times we, we saw Nick Diaz's. We saw, um, you know, back in the day was – you know, unfortunately, Diego Sanchez hasn't had some success in a while. Um, all the tough one guys. Uh, you brought up Gokan Saki. I mean, he, he came in. It was really late. So
2: let me, let me tell you, this is how long ago I started fighting. My first three times fighting, my first three days of fighting, I had, had six fights.
5: You were doing <laughs> tournaments?
2: They were all, Yeah, I had to fight two times a night and and one of them would have been three, but obviously tournaments, things happen, so you know somebody didn't something.: but, You fought
5: uh, yeah. Mike Whitehead in a tournament, didn't you? That was one name I always thought was weird.
2: Yeah, that's a fucking shitty loss on my record because it was a two-round fight. He yeah. won a decision me after I needed him in the head at the end of the second round. And he even says he was like, "Dude, I was going pull you out. I'm done." But he won the decision. It was a two-round fight. It's on my Ooh. pro record. That just fucking garbage.
5: There should be no two-round decisions. No.
2: Ever. Let's get the fuck out of here. Ever.
5: Man. Even the I mean, Ultimate Fighter. You're, you're up an
1: undefeated that. bare-knuckle boxer. Sky is the limit. You know, uh, you got the whole... I mean, you, you're, you're going to be huge after this show, man. You, you're going to try to steal the show from me again with another <laughs> promo cut. You're going to be done,
2: man. I got to get out there and do it, though. I love it for so you old. too,
1: man. You're, I'm, I'm a big fan, bro. Cause you're a super humble, oh, look at him. powerful, got the fucking guy. God. He's got man. The I think you're, you got great energy, and you really bring it when you fight, and that's what it's all about, man. Definitely, the fans gotta watch on December for you.
2: I'm, I'm proud to get the show going for you, man. I told you, you you've heard me in my interviews. I have no problem getting behind you. Um, when they were asking. Before you became the official face of bare knuckle, I was already calling you the face of bare knuckle. And I said, I I, I I believed you had a lot to do with why I even got signed. I know Dave kind of, you know, started with Paige Van Zant, but you were like a big deal, man. He was It was his first big investment, and you paid off huge. And now he's obviously ventured out, and so I put a lot of credit to you. You know what I mean? Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm do or die, man. I'm, I'm with you on this one, as I said. Yeah, I'm with you
1: too, brother. I love brother, the, the boxing burn. shit. I love the bare knuckle boxing shit because, you know, someone like Canelo wouldn't want to fight me in my sport. Nope. Nope.
5: Maybe. Malik Nagy lost to Artem, bro. (laughs) Artem can't slug like you.
4: Nor nor would Fury want to fight with... uh, Ali Nagy was never a good boxer.
3: There
0: you go.
1: (laughs) So that's why Artem beat him.
3: Shout out out Artem Lobov. Him hey, and Conor ain't friends
5: anymore? No, they don't like each other no more.
1: No. I tried to sue him. Yeah, I heard mm. about that. That's what I'm talking about. You know, here, here's
5: random, but I've been meaning to bring this up. I got two two things, actually. I've kind of met quite a few fighters. Look at me sitting here now talking to you, and Mike Perry's obviously a co-host. You were the first fighter I ever took a picture with. Ben. Yeah. It was after.
1: That's was a great it one, stat, bro. That's
5: it, that's my stat, bro. That's, that's a great stat. stat. No, no a, bro, I was, was always it? scared. I was always scared. I never wanted to talk to fighters. Like I didn't want to go up and and put them off by asking for a picture or anything. But I went to, like I said earlier, I went to all the Connor fights. So was it 189? They had the Ultimate Fighter the next day.
2: There was a, there,
5: there was a doubleheader. Yeah,
2: yeah, 189 was in it. It was in Vegas. Because yeah. that was the UFC Fan Expo.
5: Yeah, so then the Ultimate Fighter finale was the next day, Sunday night. We were both flying out of Vegas on Sunday night during that fight card, I believe. That had to have been the one I saw. But I saw you at the airport, and I was just chilling there. I was like, dude, that's fucking Ben Roth. I'm like, he looks he looks nice. Went up, and uh, you even had your, your girlfriend at the time or wife, I'm, I'm not sure, take the picture with us. And it was the first picture I ever took with a UFC fighter. So that was a cool memory. Always, always remember that. So shout out to you for that. Second, let's talk about some relevant shit real quick. Not that you're, the stuff we were talking about wasn't relevant, but as a UFC former UFC heavyweight who's been at the top, I mean you've been in <clears> a, the been around forever. Fight, the past fight, yeah. What do we think about that? And what do you think about who John should fight when he comes back? Like what do you? Yeah, what do you think?
2: What do you think well, about the heavyweight sorry, title? Sorry, if we're talking about the heavyweight division, mm-hmm. and what was the question?
1: The but fight just, that happened the other night, the Aspinall Pavlovich yeah. fight. What did you think about it, and what do you think about John Jones and Stipe? Or should Aspinall get to step in and fight yeah. one of those two, or what, what? What should happen?
2: It's a little bit of a mess, honestly, because you heard Dana White's pretty adamant that he wants Jones and Stipe. And when he said earlier, he's like, uh, "Not, we didn't even offer Stipe. We don't want to disrespect Stipe." It makes me laugh because all I could hear is we're not peeing Stipe unless we think it's to get knocked out by John Jones. I just feel like that man has been disrespected. He's never was really given his, you know, dues and publicity for how great and all of his accomplishments as a heavyweight. I think he's a great person, does a lot for his community, obviously. He's got a lot going for him. And just as you can see, Busey doesn't push that. They don't really like guys that are – good people. It's just it's just my vibes over the last 15 years. I've just noticed it. You know, I know guys that would do fundraisers and community service and things for their stuff, and the UFC wouldn't say anything about it. So it was always pretty sad, and I always felt like for a lot of years, there CP was on his run. He didn't really get treated very well, and you, he's been pretty vocal about that, too, that he didn't feel that way. So when I heard him say they didn't even offer it, it just makes me laugh. Like You could have offered it. You could have said, Hey, you know, this is a fight to make. And, you know, and Steep A said, no, 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 I, want, I only want the John Jones fight. Now, he didn't even get that option. So it just makes me laugh because that's just, that's the way it's been, you know. all. real quick, I'll come back to that fight. Uh, obviously, it was super exciting. And for him, the guy taking on two week notice, he, he, he said everything. He was so truthful that he was nervous, he was scared, he was all these things. And he goes out and does it. You know, he's a new interim champ. And I just think there's something that people should always remember, though, that when you hear, oh, he's scared. That don't mean shit. Back a raccoon up in a corner. Let nature tell, teach you something. Just because something's scared doesn't mean it just become exponentially more dangerous. So scared is never... I always try to t- teach my guys the same thing. Just because someone's scared, you you that should worry you, too. That means that motherfucker's coming for you harder than ever. He's fighting for his I life. Love,
1: I love the fear on fight night. It's... That's what makes fight night so special. It's a feeling that you don't get any. And I get anxious about a lot of things, especially in my older age nowadays. Just fucking driving to the store sometimes. I'm like anxious on the road. But on fight night, there's nothing like some. I mean, I'm pretty cool all week. And then and then on fight night, when I get there and I get to the show and I get ready, man, we were just. I was supposed to fight Logan Paul. I mean, there was no nerves or fear really for that because I wasn't even for sure going to fight. But we were ready and like mentally you can tell I get in this position of focus uh, as if I was the one that was going to fight. And, you know, this on December 2nd, I mean, I hope I'm fucking terrified of Eddie because then I'm really dangerous.
2: There's, There's something there, man. It's a life lesson. I, I actually said there's two kinds of scared. There really is. There's the dangerous kind that you just described, and there is the scared where the guy gets reluctant. He questions himself, and that's not good. That's and the kind of scared that people hope they're talking about and they say, "Oh, he's scared. He's scared." Because then you get your ass kicked, and uh, you can't ever, you can't, you can't second guess yourself, and you can't question what you're about because that's a bad place to be in as well. So there is two kinds of scared. That's what I've seen in my 24 years of fighting, but. Just saying, he's scared. That don't mean shit. Like, not at all.
3: Yeah. And prove uh,
2: for for you, you're the kind of guy that's dangerous because you fuel off of that. You know what I mean? You're the guy that's, oh, he's scared. Well, you better be fucking that, that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm a little,
1: come. I'm a little raccoon and you back into a <laughs> yeah. corner, bitch. I'm gonna bite your nipples off. <laughs> <laughs> that,
5: that's solid points. Solid points, man.
2: A uh, so, little bit of so fear is always healthy, man. Young guy, it's you know gonna got a long. Career in the heavyweight division. Obviously, got a huge backing. So he's doing his thing. He's sitting there. He's pretty much open to fight anybody. You got Bay and Jones. Sounds like the UFC pretty much made up their mind. They're going to wait for John Jones to come back. That's like a leg. It's like a legacy fight. I guess we would call it for Bay mm-hmm. and John Jones. So I get it. I'm guessing they both are happy to wait for it too because it is the most meaningful fight. Everybody yeah. wants the John Jones fight, whether they can win or not. It's like. John Jones is John Jones. Like he's the man. You know what I mean? Like you even talking about De Francis and how they can make that fight because it's John Jones. You know, so I get it. Um, you know, then what so happened? O- what did they do with
1: Ospina? I don't so know. So often in the UFC, so many times over the years, these fights were right there for everyone mm. to see and want. Mm. They wanted this. These fights so bad, and they just don't fucking make them happen. There's so many of those fights, and I can't done even Jones give Stipe you one back, example.
5: You could have done, done Jones-Stipe <laughs> right after the DC shit. That would have been huge.
1: So many, man.
5: There's some other ones.
4: It happens in every sport, right? Like, uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao should have happened five years prior.
5: <laughs> Still highest selling pay-per-view Should've. of all time, though. So they it at doesn't got on it, it. Still should have happened time. five
4: years prior.
2: Yeah. The, the one, the one that always stood out to me was Ferguson and Habib. Oh, because yeah. there was five you know types. everybody wanted when 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 Ferguson was on his shit when he was everybody's was like damn that's gonna be the fight like let's be honest that man was on a serious tear at his at his peak and everyone wanted to see that fight and it was it was just like one thing it wasn't even the UFC's fault the UFC even it made the fight five the
3: fight times didn't
2: happen it was just. Truly, a cursed fight. April Rafael rules. and McGregor.
5: I'm glad we didn't see that. I think that would have derailed Connor, like straight up back. I then. don't I think RDA, RDA look probably a... would have fucking grapple fucked him for sure.
1: Eddie Alvarez I, I beat so. Eddie Alvarez beat Rafael.
5: Yeah, but McGregor don't fight like he showed up that night, bro. Eddie <laughs> Eddie was just like fucking smashing buttons on a UFC five controller, bro. Like he was going at it. It was brilliant but mcgregor would have been more methodical he would have got held against the cage for a few rounds before he had any success look what mendez did i don't know not getting to that but 100 i think rda would have beat connor i think it was like he's not honestly, crazy
2: because look at what he did to anthony pettis you know anthony is very you know pretty you know works to be well rounded has some mission wins uh but mostly known for striking and he got completely shut down with the wrestling RDA night.
5: would cardio the fuck out of him against the cage. Yeah, and, probably... and
2: it's, he's not crazy. It's, it's probably pretty good. Ah, but Conor I... you know, McGregor, he always pulled some shit out of his ass because Chad Mendes should have did that and kind of kind of shocked us all by his game plan the night that he fought Conor in 189.
5: So mm-hmm. it's
2: hard to oh, say, man. man, when someone is hitting on all cylinders.
1: Mendes you know, did. Hella good and bare knuckle, too. Eddie I mean, can fire on all cylinders, and there's nothing he's going to fucking do to me. I'll tell you that hey, right what now. what
4: was the, uh, hang on, Matt, can you pull a, are you, statistician, can hmm. you pull up the uh, fight record between uh, Mike Perry and Eddie Alvarez?
5: What do you mean, like their?
4: Yeah, their opponents? Their fight, they're fight
3: they're, records.
4: Yeah. I'm talking about opponents.
1: Right, so uh, I
4: added up. Yeah, go go for that, Perry. You.
3: Got I that. added
4: up the
1: uh, we talked about our first ten fights, and because uh, I said I was nine and zero with nine knockouts, And he's like, "Oh, I went up to ten and oh Apparently, maybe one of them was a submission, but apparently it was ten and zero with ten finishes. And I added up his opponent's record, and it was like. 84 wins to 68 wins losses and mine was 75 wins to 22 losses were my first 10 opponents record added he up he had a
5: he had a kabib style <sighs> intro to the sport for sure it's
1: not super crazy difference but technically it is no that's a big about that's a big over difference. 20 or 30 loss difference in the opponent choice like <laughs> yeah. i wasn't fighting fucking no I was fighting fucking tough guys.
5: I have the legit one right here. It was 84 and 68 versus 75 and
1: 22. That's not even close. Yeah. 75. Okay. So this is these these are the records of my um, opponents added up. So the amount of, of 10 opponents, their, their opponents win records was 75 wins and only twenty-two losses. Eddie's first ten opponents was eighty-four wins and sixty-eight, 68. losses. That's a yeah, lot that's of fucking even, losses. That's not
5: even close, bro. That's you don't not even, even want to know what mine is. Uh,
2: No, now I, <laughs>
5: no, I do I because it. it's funny. Some people go through the fucking fire. What'd you go through?
2: Yeah, I want to hear it. I'm gonna have to look that shit up, man. I'm, I'm thirty-nine and fourteen. Max, you have your
1: record is thirty-nine and fourteen. He's got, like, There's fucking 28... America. god damn. Wow. 28
5: KOs.
2: at
4: heavyweight.
2: And heavyweight. And of those 39, I have 30 knockouts, 30 finishes. Ah, More than Christ. that, like...
5: You have, you have 35. Yeah. Almost 30 knockouts. I, I have
4: most... All my wins are finishes. Like, I only yes. have a few decisions. All right. You have... I want to uh, see the stomach punches again in December. You have four <laughs> decisions.
2: Yeah, four decisions on a 39 wins, so...
5: Okay, so first 10 fighters. Let me see here. That's going to be rough to find. Yeah, and my wife started in 2001, going. bro. You have to be. It's not on Tapology? Fuck.
3: Yo, T-
2: speaking of which. has it all the way down to Shout out.
1: a new website. The guy who runs Tapology, back in the day, I knew this dude, Zach Moore. He was in the amateur programs a lot here in Florida and things like that. But there's fights on my typology that I did not fucking have, like the Brad May one. I never fought that dude ever, and it's on my amateur record that I fucking lost to him. So, Zach Moore, I'm, take that shit down. I'm not going to lie. That's why I don't use typology or,
3: like, Dog.
5: It's just, like, peer-reviewed. That's why I use Wiki. Wiki's actually, people rip on Wikipedia all the time. Uh, It's peer reviewed like You don't really get those mistakes there But it doesn't have as much in depth information About amateur or early professional Fights so Yeah I feel you on that
4: Well
1: so Damn Why does
4: does Ben look like I don't want to Fight him but I also want to hug him at the same time
2: (laughs) Your glass Looking empty man.
4: (laughs) Hey Guess what I'll be there December 2nd in, in uh, Salt Lake City. I'm coming for the hug, brother.
2: I give them all, man. It's all good. I'm oh, fun, man. <laughs>
1: man. Uh, hey, like, yo, that's, that's a good moment, man.
3: Wait, Fuckness. okay, let's
5: get back to that. I will search these stats. I'll figure it out. But I'm going to have to go through, like, timestamps and shit. Yo, <laughs> So do you, do you want to see, when Jones comes back, do you want to see Stepe, or do you want to see Aspinall? I think, in my opinion...
1: I think he said what he wants it? to see Stipe fight Jones. I think that's what he said. I think because that's I think
2: was they both want, and I yeah. support them. Like I said, I think it's a legacy fight for the two of them.
1: Yeah, it makes I sense. Guess. They both earned it. Yeah,
5: yeah. You're,
4: you You're know. clearly a student of the game, Ben. Who who do you like right now? That's coming up. Let's let's stick with UFC right now. Like, who do you like coming up? Any weight class? Who's 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 the guys that like excite you right now? Um.
2: Who? Who just won his uh, two division champ? Wow! Uh, you know, Alex, he's 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 pretty cool, man. He's got that yeah. stoic attitude and got that. I don't know. He's got. He kind of makes that mist that mystery kind of thing that everybody kind of likes. But he fights exciting. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, uh, somebody was breaking him down. They're like, yeah, he doesn't. He's not really good at wrestling. He, he's not. You know, doesn't have to be. Doesn't doesn't have his. You know, doesn't. Put that much submission wins together, you know, and all these. He broke down all these things. It was pretty cool. He's like, "But he's a second. He's a two-time division champ in the UFC. It's like Fighter of the Year." But uh I, I'm just, I'm, I'm down for guys that um, like to go out and put out knockouts and look for good fights like that, man. And obviously, I'm about, hopeful.
1: You were what? talking about Chael talking about potato right? Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah,
3: okay. gonna, that's right. Chael was okay. the guy I was talking about. Yeah, yeah.
2: Chael broke it all down like that. And it was pretty funny. He was like, Chael's like fighter of the year. I wasn't trying to say names. I was just, you know, putting out prayer out there. Uh, I uh-huh. also appreciate the guys that really, really show a well-rounded game because that's what MMA is all about, and it's very, very, very hard to do. You know, you're seeing these breakout guys where guys are really good at striking, Asanu right. and like straight up kickboxers. They know a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of ground, and I, I'm always backed on this. I know if they're matched up properly, they'll lose. It's, it's the thing about the UFC, it's all about matchmaking, and they know how to make their stars. They know how to get put people in the right situations to be successful. Uh, the average fan don't really see it that way. They just want to see people win or whatever, but I know it's all about matchmaking, and when you, when you target someone they need to be a star, they, those people get put into positions to win and look good. But,
1: but they also, but they also get put into very tough positions, which is what helps make them a star. Because either fighter is in a position to where if they are the one who wins this big matchup, they're gonna blow up big time. I mean, That's these guys. All. It's not like they get easier fights. They get tough fucking fights, and they they <laughs> succeed, and then they they level up.
5: That's what it comes down to matchmaking with the UFC where they sit there and they go, look, you'll build someone up and give them kind of like gimme fights up until – and not like boxing. It's nothing like that. Like they'll give you some tests and stuff. They build you up. But once you get to that point where they're going to give you that rough test, they've also built up the other guy where now he could steal your hype. So like the Mendez thing, that was fucking nuts for them to do. Connor versus a wrestler on two weeks' notice, you have the benefit of him having only two weeks' notice to come out here and wrestle Connor. But the whole idea was Connor versus Aldo. So now you either have this dude, you get a trilogy with Aldo if Mendez beats Connor. Yeah, De- but Mendez was a foot time. shorter than Connor McGregor. 100%, but that's the risk they take. Because if Mendez would have beat Connor, now you have a trilogy with Aldo, which is those two fights were fucking good, really good. So you now stole that hype, lent it to, to Chad. That's the whole thing about matchmaking. They won't give you those hard fights until they're sure. Like, it's going to pass off. That's the way I see it, at least.
2: Yeah, I think these guys get put into the grinder, and they get put in. You know, they come in with a couple fights, and it's just you see it all the time. They're in the middle of the card going against another killer, and the match aren't right. But you see certain guys get picked. They get, they get two, three, four fights to get in there, get used to the big lights, get used to the interview, get used to fight week. But they're, they're basically put in a position to be successful.
5: Perea. was literally that. That's what we were talking about before you hopped on here. Made,
4: uh, Sean O'Malley, yeah. O'Malley O'Malley's, Sean one, O'Malley's probably the one that stands out to me. O'Malley stands out to me. I mean, look, Big, he's got the belt. He's a fucking great fighter. But, but he's he was, about to fight
1: Cheeto. And he, he just beat the dude that was literally. And his beating Al trick was a real it, victory. That's, yeah. what, that's,
5: that's the gamble. That's what they market you up to the point of. Defeat the and challenge, Sean O'Malley and
1: showed up.
5: He showed he the did. fuck up. Now you got to start. That's the gambling process, Mark. The uh, worst Matt thing
1: did. he's done since being champ is talk about his relationship.
2: <laughs>
5: he's been telling us that since beforehand. It's wild <laughs> shit.
2: He could have just kept that to himself. Man. He should have. He definitely should have. <laughs> I'm not sure what yeah. that was all about. And uh, uh, but that that mentality is UFP <sighs> like. You know, I yep. have to be whatever, but that's just that that type of shit, man. That thrives in that UFC market, man. That's the I guess that's our fan base, unfortunately.
1: Strickland, Strickland. I, I'm, guessing,
4: I'm guessing Big Ben doesn't share his women. A bunch of
1: sick bastards are. our Look,
4: fans. Man, I've been, I've been I've like, been with yeah, my. Share his women. We've been together for
2: 21 years. I met her, you know. I met her when I was 20 years old. You know, and been been married for 16 years, and. Uh, Yeah, man. It's just that that, I don't care. Everybody can do what they want with their relationships. I know I'm kind of unique that way. But one thing that I can stand up and be, my greatest strength is I genuinely love and care for people. My gym has given me that where I don't care what your religion is. I don't care how you dress. I don't care your skin color. We're human beings. And we have said this before. When you look at this, this is around the world. Our blood is the same color. I wish the world would just... Grasp
4: that that we're on this planet together, man. We're all like we're all the same thing. It's I, I do agree scientist. with you, Ben. I do agree with you, Ben, but Bryce did say we're not on a round world.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, whether it's a disc or it's a ball, we're all the same
1: shit, is Ben's point. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Bryce sent me some shit the other day. I was like, man, leave that <laughs> man's <laughs> wife alone, dude. He didn't respond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bryce, bro,
5: I, you know what? See, even like a motherfucker, I don't agree with your science or whatever. <laughs> like that's, I still love you. Wear it on your sleeve, bro. Yeah. I'd rather have a motherfucker tell me what he's thinking about shit than just constantly wondering. And you
2: can think, and that's thing. Like, hey, Bryce, that's cool. Roll high five. Like you can think crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. That's, that's the beauty of.
5: <laughs> I'm oh, not gonna oh, lose sleep. sleep tonight about it, bro. Like Bryce said, the fucking earth is flat, bro. This is gonna fuck kids up. Like this is gonna be terrible for society. I don't give a fuck, bro. Who ge- Who cares? He's a sweetheart. Great guy.
4: <laughs> hey, and if you're letting your kids listen and learn from Bryce Mitchell YouTube videos, <laughs> then that's on the fucking parents. That's yeah. on the parents. <laughs> Disconnect your Wi-Fi.
5: God damn. I'm trying to find the picture of me and Ben. I was I was uh, hefty back then. Was a heavy uh, event, really
1: Damn, it's
5: you'll laugh at it, Mike, if I can find it.
1: I'm about to go. I'm about to go do some workouts here in a little wow. bit. After we do yeah. this episode, man, I'm going to go put some work man. in.
3: Yeah. Well, should we, we'll wrap, should we wrap? we wrap this show? We
5: we got to talk about a couple. We could just Ben, if you're around. For I'm trying 10 to minutes. not work because You just you. said you're leaving.
1: Y'all didn't want to work. No, I was just making conversation, motherfucker, and you over here are ready to stop working. You you were one of the ones who didn't want to film on Friday either.
2: That helped Yo, me. I was I to come on, so good job for that.
5: <laughs> here, look. Mike, we'll talk about this after, okay? You're scaring me, bro. He's going to beat my ass. I think I'm getting on Mike's backside.
4: Here's, here's what I want to know. After after you two win on December 2nd, who the fuck do you want? Both of you. I'm, I'm really
2: big. I know that's, that's like people like do that. See, I'll give Mike that. I love that he has a fucking no back down, no bullshit, and uh, he's quick to it. When I said I was going to come take your guys' belt after, without hesitation, oh, he's yeah. like, God damn right, I'll stop. You know, this makes me laugh because that's you, man, all the time. Like,
1: I'm ready, ready to ready fight, belt. bro.
2: Yeah, ready. And it's, it's, it's awesome. I just, Thank I'm you. a big a component of I've been through the grind and I've been through so much that I don't need any kind of karma or any kind of bullshit or life trying to teach me any lessons about looking, or, looking past something. So I have to deal with December 2nd with my fucking 100% everything I got. That's what that dude's getting. I don't give a fuck what they – they're calling me the favorite. He's the favorite. No, I don't give a shit about none of that. I have a job, and I have to be very successful December 2nd. Because now, Eric, I already know what's going to happen. Something. It's all, it really comes down to my performance, too. And who that's going to be, I huh? well – Who's it gonna be? Well, there's a, there's there happens to be a heavyweight title fight that night, so you know uh, the the natural thing would be obviously the winner of that.
1: But I love that response. That was great.
3: Right. That's a good response.
1: Yeah, I thought it was awesome. But I literally told, I was like talking to Eddie to his face before the press conference about like the fight after him.
3: <laughs> I was, I was, cause that's
2: you.
1: I was like, cause so dude, right. you know, like after you, I got to find someone to fight after you, I was like, I, I have a, I was like, I have a plan. We were talking about weight and shit. Cause I was like, cause I plan on using this weight cut to come down and kick your little ass at one seventy five, And then like the hunger that it's going to give me build Build up and eat as much as I can while I lift some weight so I can put a little bit of weight on, cut to 185 again, and fight Darren fucking Till because it's time that that fight happens.
2: I thought it was going to be you two already. Daddy kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. I didn't like it because I like you both. It's it's only
1: because he doesn't want to. Darren Till doesn't want to fight me in Bare Knuckle, which is crazy to me because the the money's real. The money's there. (laughs) The money is would have been there on the table, but we're gonna make it even bigger. We're gonna make some fancy rules and it's gonna be a spectacular show. Maybe we maybe we have Big Ben on that motherfucker, I don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> gonna <be.
1: laughs> You're gonna do boxing. You said- we're going to do a new combat sport. Wow.
5: They keep teasing this. Just stay they tuned, brother. You'll me. find no, out about it soon, it.
1: man. All right. The Platinum pit.
4: Platinum
1: Pit, yeah. Alligators and shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, it's gonna be great. Can we man, so?
5: Can we discuss real quick? What? what the fuck? What the fuck is every? Am I tripping? Am I tripping no. balls? Or is Jamal Hill getting completely overlooked? Like, as far as like from the pan, uh, fan perspective, he's yes. way better than people realize. Like, from he's well, he's coming
1: off a major surgery. So injury. injury.
3: Mhm.
1: Um so and he's mentally ready to fight always. He's in the battle now to recoup uh you know, fix any problems, issues and get back in the swing of things. For sure, I think that's a great fight and that made me think also uh of a fight that is scheduled to happen. I want Big Ben's opinion on so Tony Ferguson's training with David Goggins. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and he's fighting Patty Pimblet. So, who do you think out of Tony Ferg and Patty Pimblet, who do you think is going to win that fight?
2: You guys are so fucking. We're talking about Platinum Pit. Then we get to Jamal Hill.
1: Yeah. Now we're yeah. a- because yeah. I want the pit yeah. in all these big You're fight right. conversations. <laughs> I want the pain? pit in hey, all these conversations.
4: <laughs> Dan is one hundred percent right. You guys are all over the fucking board.
2: Yeah, what the fuck, man, McMally. Yeah. You come hey, just Jamal answer Hill those three real
4: quick. Just come all of them. Did Jamal, <laughs> Hill come from? Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill, no. bro. We just watched up Jamal. Jamal, and then fucking Patty Pimlet, and then fucking. Well, and one Pitt, of them you know? wasn't
1: a question. The second question about <laughs> Jamal is Jamal yeah, being overlooked? It, 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 no, he's not being it, overlooked. He's coming back. No, he's coming look, back. No, he's not, not being overlooked. Not
5: for the title shot by fans. People are like, oh, dude, Yiri, Alex, rematch. Uh, You got a champ. He, he vacated just like Yuri. Go ahead. Who, that's the first I've I'll, heard
1: uh, Yuri-Alex rematch. That's the first I've heard it.
2: Hey, I'll tell you the Ferguson bit real quick, only because that's been a big topic this week. Yeah. about him teaching, training with David Grogans. Everybody's like, oh, this and this and that. Listen, this is where I'm at.
1: Unfortunately,
2: 11-12 fight win streak is now on a what? Is it six fight losing streak? Six Five. fight
1: losing streak, yeah.
2: All right. Six-fight losing streak. Six, six for six times, it's not been going right. I'm like, God bless him. He's doing something totally radically different, and he should. Because obviously what he's done for the last six fights isn't fucking working. So I'm like, God bless, do it, because he's Tony Ferguson. And nothing that is normal for everybody else, with what, what, what they think they should do, that shit don't work for Ferguson. He needs to do something crazy and different because he is crazy and different. And I hope he finds himself because he comes back. Patty Pimble will be in a world of fucking hurt.
1: That's why I asked that fucking question. Because that's how you ask a damn media question, Mac Malley. You ask something that the people can get excited about and it was a statement talking about the platinum pick because it's going to be an exciting fucking event, and everybody's going to want to be a part of it, and Ben gave you a great fucking answer. But is Jamal Hill being overlooked? No, he's not. That's it. There's your answer.
5: You could have just said that didn't ask your question, Mike. Bro. we weren't I even did. About... All right, well, look, peep this. You want me to just detour this again? Dude, look at the name Tony's lost to. It's actually pretty fucking insane. It's like... That's a high resume, even if it's six L's in a row.
4: Gagey, Oliveira, Darius, I Chandler, fuck Diaz. It, Patty, to be honest.
5: Bro, I want him to be... I like Patty, but ba- yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, I want Tony I to be back. Tony looked great, Tony Ferguson beat
1: Anthony life. Pettis after Anthony Pettis beat Wonder Boy, And... That's MMA math. Tony MMA Ferguson math. broke down Anthony Pettis through the fight with just grit and fucking bone toughness. And Anthony Pettis is a he's a beast and super talented athlete. And I Patty Pimblett's a young uh he's a he's um he's got that fan base over there and like he's got so many he's like a little fucking Beatles too. He looks like one of the Beatles members. So like oh, either man. he's gonna be a fucking superstar, but Jared and look, Jared won last night. And
5: knocked out Madsen.
1: Yeah, the Olympian who fucking my friend texted me last minute was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a three pick parlay," and fucking Madsen was on it. And I was like, "Well, that's over. What the fuck? (laughs) Fucking I should have knew. I should have knew when he came out. I mean, off of a loss, too. He came back in. But anyways, Patty's been real tough. He showed grit." Ferguson doing this new shit. Um, I mean, I guess it's just a really good fight, but I got I got Tony pulling it out, and if he doesn't, then then we got the new Conor McGregor, and it's Patty fucking Pimblett. Do you see Patty Pimblett being the new McGregor? No, the fuck I don't. So you have a I problem guess with Paddy? You have a problem with Till,
5: and they're both from Liverpool. That I figured it out, bro. That's the problem. You hear that fucking accent, and now you're like triggered.
4: What is Pat? Hey, what weight does Patty fight at? Maybe, 55. maybe Mike drops down and fights Patty. Fifty-five. Yeah, he can get uh, Mike. You can get to fifty-five.
1: Dude, I'm barely gonna make seventy-five. <laughs> bro,
4: well, you've been a little lazy. You can get to fifty-five. <laughs> All right, Ben. What were you gonna say? <laughs>
2: Just because we like to, like you know, throw curveballs, I want to know the real question that matters the most is: Let's go. Francis Negron's next fight should be in the Platinum Pit.
1: I don't know if we can afford him after he made fifteen million. (laughs) But, (laughs) but,
4: more money, Mike.
1: And we would have to, you know, the only fight I want to see next for Francis is fucking Deontay Wilder. So. We would need at least $50 million to pay them alone. So I don't know if we could make that yeah, one happen. We're going to
4: get, we're gonna have to get back on the phone for that shit. I have a really hot take <laughs> for you about
5: Francis.
1: And do, you think,
2: do you guys think that's going to be his next fight in some fashion?
3: Or
1: I'd like to see Francis fight you in bare knuckle.
2: Yeah. That'd be pretty ugly. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with doing boxing gloves for, for both our face. <laughs> hey,
4: hey, how about this? Boxing rules, listen, boxing rules, four-ounce gloves, you and Francis. I mean, nice.
2: that's MMA, you know, that's, so it no. helps save our hands. No, no. 4 yeah. ounces and bare knuckles, kind of, you know. Just
4: boxing rules, just boxing rules, four-ounce
2: yeah. gloves. It's not that's the same how Francis fights MMA anyways, <laughs> boxing rules. So, you know, he might throw a oh, kick okay. or two. Uh, he did do some takedowns in his last UFC fight, but for the most part, He likes to go throw those hands. So that's why he obviously was a natural fit to go in the box. I mean,
1: speaking of that, which is crazy, his last UFC fight was Serial gone and Mm -hmm. um, fucking grappled him for three rounds or something? Or or all five rounds? Did it go all five rounds? I don't remember. But John just just comes down and goes, Oh, mounted guillotine. Put my nuts on your chest. Crazy. John knows how to finish.
2: He's got the he's got the ju- full jiu-jitsu aspect to it. Fran, you There's know, jiu-jitsu is not coming. Yeah, jiu-jitsu don't come easy. Jiu Jitsu mm. to actually learn how to put submission on somebody that's fighting for their life, you gotta put some time into it. John obviously has all aspects of it. Francis did pick up some wrestling, but you just you just don't learn, you know, jujitsu. No and he, mm. he's done some fucking big man submissions in the past but I mean
1: have you ever grappled Gordon Ryan I have not oh I just figured because we need Mike to he's, he's
2: grappled, grap- grappled Gordon Ramsey
0: once.
2: yeah I haven't really been involved with the, the, the grappling circuit or anything so we need from- to
4: get that set up I'd love he's, to watch he's that he's talented man that guy uh, yeah. doing his fucking thing do you
1: have a jujitsu belt are you a colored belt in any in jujitsu at all
2: I'm, I'm proclaimed black with the no-gi on, you know, from, from from our trainers and instructors and stuff, but actual jujitsu on. I'm supposed to get my brown belt. I just... You probably couldn't
1: even a find a gi that fit.
2: I can wear a gi.
1: <laughs> I get you. A That's a big-ass gi, dude. Hey, take your <laughs> gi off and cover up that side of the audience.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that well, would big be a gi. good-sized
2: blanket for you, yeah.
1: Yeah,
4: I could hey, fucking make three geese out of a sleeve. I'll say this: we got to make special shirts for Ben. Ben's like, "Hey, man, I need another shirt." I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, hey, "Look, look, look at that fucking shirt with Mike look. licking his fucking hand. Is that that shit? is so three great, M's? Mike." Yeah, look at that. Yeah, ben, yeah, ben, let's Ben's go, man! I love go. that, bro. Thank I you. Shirt, right? I need another shirt, and I'm like, I hit my, I hit the fucking production crew, and I'm like. I need a fucking 3-4-X and a fucking, for Ben. That's it. We don't make those I sizes. i am just for Ben. Send it to him.
1: I need a Ben shirt. Do you have any shirts, yeah, Ben, that I can a, buy on social media? We need a fucking media? Ben shirt like that, I'll too. Bring you,
2: I'm going to bring you one. I got, oh, fuck. This is my normal, no, no, I don't like that one. But I got some, I I You I don't have the a link? I, like, I could one. order one? No, I'll bring you one. I'll bring you one to December 2nd, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We're going to oh, make man, a big, that bed.
1: is great. I wear XL, believe it or not.
2: All right. You big, thick motherfucker.
1: I am thick. If I wear a fucking large, that shit will be tight as fuck all the time. So at thick. least after hey, one wash.
4: Man, it's It's real tight, Ben, but it's real long on him. <laughs> <sighs> it's just Take your hat off. Leave. It's down to his knees. Shut up, bitch. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Dude, it's going to be great to document Mike Perry devolving like, into fight week as he gets more and more aggressive, getting ready for a fight. I can already feel it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bags, you said something about we were going to skip next week or something, but then we're yeah. going to pick up fight week. I mean, whatever, man. We'll talk about that, but yeah. hey, were you – uh? Did you dress up for Halloween, Ben? <laughs> With the family? I
2: didn't, I didn't this year. My, I dressed up my kids. Um, I've done stuff in the past. I love Halloween too. My birthday's October seventeenth, so I'm an October guy.
1: Just happy belated, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah thank you. Just a crazy Are you, year. Uh, Thirty,
1: thirty-one <laughs> again.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: 31 debut oh. when he
2: was 9
5: hey,
4: yeah. in 2001. Look, me, hey, look, me and Ben are both 31. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ben, doesn't he look like Eddie Alvarez?
1: No.
5: <laughs> Not at all, dude. Dude, see, look, he's already seeing his enemy faces on people know, around him. He's like, he's like, bro, I'm gonna fucking smash your fucking
4: face. You look like Eddie. You look I'm five. in his corner. I'm in his corner December 2nd. He's, gonna and he's up, ready to fight you. Up bro. Yeah, he's
3: you're
4: now. my he's warm-up. Here. You're going to be in the corner? Hey, here's the problem. Yes. I'm 220, buddy, so if I'm your warm-up, you may have a problem before you go in there with Eddie.
1: Oh, crap. Don't, don't don't hurt yourself.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you, you said I'll hit been. you
1: so... I Hey, you might want to spar me, because I'll hit you so fucking hard, you'll grow some hair back. Yeah, Dude. man. <laughs> so
2: I'm going to put pressure on myself. I'm going out to actually... I need a great performance because by doing so I'm, 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 I'm going to push myself to be pandas new big man model. And uh, maybe, maybe right. I can get Panda to make, uh, make me a robber. Right.
4: Sure. There we go. both flying. Me and Ben are flying to Turkey and getting fucking hair transplants. We're going to come back with fucking mullets. After we go to Turkey,
5: dude, there was like one social media post that good. viral talking about yeah. Turkey hair place, like doing hair transplants. Now, everyone wants to go to Turkey for that. Is that the same one you saw?
1: Anyway, yo, yeah, ben. I'm just saying, I,
4: like, ben, it. I, like, ben, ben. Like,
2: I like it. I'm, I'm good.
1: I'm nah, bad. Nah, 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 Ronaldo not, yeah.
3: Jacare.
1: For, so. Ronaldo Souza had did like a hair transplant. Um. I think it was Conor McGregor or somebody was talking shit. It was it 50 Cent who was talking shit about Floyd Mayweather getting hair off his ass or balls and put on his face for his beard.
5: (laughs) Yeah, because he couldn't grow a beard. Dude,
1: 50 Cent
5: still to this day, like the $50,000 if you read one page of Harry Potter is still like all time.
1: All time, bro. Fuck the bucket of ice. Fuck, yeah, 100%. (laughs) We need a new challenge. We gotta do a TikTok dance together or some shit. Yeah. Actually, the uh, the challenge we did is the new challenge, but no one else is doing it. They said they said Dana White slap off or fucking the body shot challenge is bigger than the fucking Dana White slap competition. I got it. No tell one's them doing them, it though. It's because no one wants it. Let's
4: get, now, people I want to see Mike and Ben do a fucking dance off challenge together.
1: <sighs> you we can do question. the, the tic, dance TikTok on Fight de, Week. we we'll have to come de, up de, No, December
2: 2nd, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the I mean, dance off challenge.
1: Maybe, isn't maybe isn't like it? November 29th.
4: <laughs> December 2nd. December 2nd, buddy. He's telling you it's the, the, the day the of the fight. Fuck buddy. it. Let's go. Mike, Mike just <laughs> got on. Not just the day it. of the fight. Mike just accomplished
2: something and then the challenge begins. All right. We uh, both have to win and then. <laughs> That'll be easy
1: as long as, you know, I'm sure the drinks will be flowing by that time. I'll be fucking <laughs> celebrating, I'll be partying. Man.
5: All right. Here, here's. Uh, let me drop this on you before I go take a piss and grab two more Bud Lights. And this goes for each one of you. Would you rather take mushrooms? And go to a PTA meeting with Tony Ferguson at your own child's school, or go to a haunted house and take PCP with Yuri Proska. Like a like a haunted house Halloween. The Tony through. Ferguson but thing.
2: Psychedelics are involved both
5: here. <laughs> you were you what? They're both that... terrible. Think of the implications. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're. Maybe catching a I said the Tony Ferguson
1: counts. thing, but I saw this girl ask this on Instagram today. She was like, Let me ask you a question. She was like, Would you rather have five million dollars or get oh, cancer? <laughs> seen That's
3: that. what you just fucking I've asked. Seen
5: it. I've seen it yeah, that was going around. She didn't even No what, what I kind asked, of cancer mine actually it? has implications. That what kind of that of cancer chick doesn't it? get the point. My point is: Do you want to go to a PTA meeting with a bunch of other Karens, high on mushrooms with Tony Ferguson, that or one. go to a fucking now, nah, bro? I, I'm going to the fucking haunted house with Yuri on PCP, hundred percent. I'm just not going to hit and win myself. What about you guys?
1: I I don't like to it's get a wet. Question you guys. Um, I'm choosing the Mushrooms over the PCP Word. I'm choosing Word. Tony Ferguson because he's about to smash Patty uh, Yuri just <laughs> lost so we leave losers to all themselves I've been,
4: on mush- I've been on Mushrooms for the last two hours so I'm
3: going to stick I'm going to stick in
1: Mushrooms <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah I didn't go how I thought it would anyway <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined
1: it Mac I'm sorry bro
5: <laughs> no, it's all good bro <laughs>
1: Yo, one time, Mac Malley, I was at the, um, I went to Karate Combat to see Erickson Samuel. And, uh, I went to the hotel and they wanted to, like, film shit because Erickson Samuel's always posting. He posts some pretty good, like, uh, content. Just regular, simple videos and shit. So I go to the hotel, Karate Combat, to see him, meet him, say hi, and come up with an idea. Here comes, uh, Joe Dirt, um... And, uh, what, these guys, Mac Malley was there and they're all filming this shit and they're like trying to get us to come up with these ideas and they're like, oh, how about Mike does this and Erickson just fucking falls down and I'm like, bro, don't ever go down for these motherfuckers, bro. You a fighter. You got to believe that no one can fucking beat you. And like, you got to hold that mentality forever. You never go down. Fuck a movie. We real fighters. So then I'm like, I got an idea for the video. Let's just fucking bare knuckle body fight. And you can kick and I'll punch and you can punch and we're just going to, I'm going to fucking hit you in the body and you're going to hit me in the body and the arms and shit don't get hurt. So we just fought for like three minutes, bare knuckle body fighting in the back at karate combat. I was like, there's your fucking video. Trying to get us to act. We're terrible actors. Mike,
5: this is why you and me get along, bro. So like the whole time they're thinking of those ideas, right? Like how do we make this a skit? I'm like, what do you, what con, what, what do you mean, content ideas? I was like, it's right there. It's standing right there. His name is Mike Perry. It's Mike Perry. <laughs> just let him do whatever. Like let him yeah. fucking talk to him. That's it. And then of course he's not kidding, Ben. Literally they're like, mm, yeah, it sounds kind of like. Maybe we just, you wanted to, like, spar. And then they just go, like, kyokushin, bare knuckle on each other's bodies. And it's supposed to be, like, a 20-second clip. And I'm like, they're going to go for, like, three and a half minutes. Dude, they go fucking (laughs) at it. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Don't overthink it. You have Mike Perry right there. I'm on your side, bro. There you go. 100%. One of our really You ever seen Karate Combat, combat,
2: Ben? I actually haven't watched an event, just the clips. Um, It's been blowing up. You know, I've been seeing a lot of clips lately. So I haven't actually sat down and watched an event yet. But uh, it seems like it's a lot of fun, and it looks like it's blowing up.
5: It's fun, man. It's definitely a different vibe. I
2: got to push Uncle right now, so I'm...
5: 100%. No, yeah, yeah.
1: No, for sure. I mean, combat in general. Just push push you, man, because you're the biggest thing. If there's anyone uh, that you want to give shouts to or, um, you know, just show... show uh, Appreciation for five hours. Is that five-hour energy? Oh. Mid 45. BKFC
2: certified sponsor. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I pulled it out of my bag. The guy, the owner, was there and he was really at the press conference. And he was really nice. What is it? Like five up. The owners are bucked up. We're going to be fighting in their arena. Uh, they sponsor the Maverick Center. So, um, I'm happy. You know what I mean? It's really cool to see BKFC bringing some of these good sponsors. Uh That just means that People are getting behind us. They're getting behind the sport, and it's important to give them a shout out because we need them too. uh so, like you said, combat sports in general—that's why I support karate combat. I gotta, I gotta push bare knuckle. uncle. Combat sports, more of it into the world, getting more fans watching combat sports in general it's a good thing for all of us, man. It's a really cool time to be alive because you know it wasn't like this 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's never been what it is right now. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing for guys like me and Platinum. You know, we're. We were born different from everybody else, let's be honest. And we have a place to, to, you know, be ourselves. Otherwise, man, it might have been prison for me or something worse. I don't know. So I'm very thankful that you know, martial arts found me and uh, humbled me and uh, get to live a little bit more peaceful.
1: I live nah, in- man, you're in- such a great guy, man. It was It yeah. was not ever going to be prison, man. You're such a great guy. Shout out to you, Ben, man. I really appreciate yeah. your thought process on all these things. And and shout out to First Round Management as well for fucking linking yeah. us together, they're, man. They're the, so.
2: best. they're the best. Absolutely. Um, I we handed myself you, to them. Brother. So, yeah, thank you for calling them all. Market Cipher, K5 Pandas.
5: Let's go. The so first dude I ever platinum, took a fucking the UFC picture with. Let's go. Hey Ben,
4: go. if anybody drops out of your corner, just holler at me. because I just got to prove for for Utah I can now corner anybody in Utah. If I get to have four corners, sure. I got you. You go. do get four corners.
2: He does. He's the main event, but they're usually dicks They only give you three. Yeah. And I don't. Th- I think Abe will fight you for the for the third spot. So. Oh, it's
4: Abe. Oh, he's yeah. My, I'm definitely. He's my rabbit foot, man. Yeah, fuck Abe. <laughs> fuck Abe. I'm, t- I'm gonna text Abe right now and tell him sorry, brother. <laughs> you might fight I'm you kidding. for it. I'm kidding. As long as as long as Abe wears the 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 can pie hat, we good. But man, hey, I can't wait to see you fight again. December second, another win. The fucking sky is a limit for you boys. Hey, Amen. Oh yeah, that's the plan. Me uh, go out yeah. here and get it
2: done, man. Put on a show.
4: Well, yeah, and I'm coming in for that uh, for that hug that I told you earlier. After, right on. dude, coming in for the hug. Announcing
5: right. a hug is just dap him up and just go for it.
4: Bro. Nah, bro, I'm coming in for the. <laughs> no, big...
5: man, you gotta just make it's it. Hot. It's gonna be weird because you'd be like, hey. Ben, I don't give a what? fuck. I don't bro. give a fuck if it's weird
4: or not. Nah, you think being bro. weird? I'm you taking weird a video
1: or... of it. I am going to be Yo, recording I'm, I'm, that hug. I'm it's way gonna be, past being concerned about being weird. Make it awkward, as shit, make it weird, awkward as shit. Get in there. Bro.
4: I'm way past that shit. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. It won't be. It can't be a
4: normal hug. <laughs> no. <laughs> like do all hips,
5: just all hips into
1: it. No, Get your no, titty no, out no, my chin. Get your titty out my chin.
4: Hang on. Hang on. Married with three kids. Ben's fucking married. I'm talking about just a, a man hug. That's it. Couple dudes hugging. Couple I, dudes think, hugging I think
1: I think there's a it. lot of married men with families that love hugging dudes. So you got to be careful with that.
3: <laughs>
1: is there? Is that a, is that a big thing? <laughs> uh, I think they all like to drink Bud Light. I'm like, I gonna I
4: do like, a joke, I'm not bro. wanna.
2: Fuck oh. maybe. oh that's another thing people are giving the ufc shit about the bud light about that sponsorship deal i'm like that's a win for the normal folk why because bud light had to give up on their bullshit they were trying to throw it on the population's throat and they bought into the ufc what is it it kind of says something you know what i mean that's a
1: great way to look at it
5: it's a win we're activists now no we like Dudes beating the shit out of each other in cages,
1: actually though, for real. No,
4: we always like that on. before. But we are kind of activists. Hang on, hang on, Mac. You may hold not on now because Bud
1: Light is always like dudes beating the shit out of each other. I'm just saying.
4: I mean, if you think about it, they yeah. fucked up. But Big Ben, what did you think? That's hey, it. the the picture from this weekend: Trump, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, and uh, Dana. How good was that?
1: That's the...
2: It's like the, <laughs> the
4: you need pole.
1: that picture in your office now. You need that picture behind <laughs> you there, I'll Josh.
4: Put, I, dude, I will print that fucking picture out and put it right behind me. I With swear to God. a stadium
1: of people cheering.
5: Yeah. Yep.
4: So I That'd went to... i tell you cool. this, Ben. I went to um, Pereira and uh, Izzy in Miami. And that was the first one that I remember Trump like being at and trump came in and it was uh it was also uh masvidal and gilbert burns and i'm telling you and holland fought on the card and trump came in with fucking dana and the the absolute the the whole arena erupted it was like it was like so so on the undercard right trump comes in the whole place erupts yeah okay the
2: right wing crowd
4: oh it was crazy in miami in downtown miami which is Democratic as democratic gets. It just is. So whole whole place erupts. Kevin Holland wins, jumps over the cage, shaking hands with Trump, you know, Masvidal. I mean, all of them did. And it's it's hilarious now because you see it now, right? Like this past weekend, they all came in together, and everybody goes absolutely fucking ape shit over it.
1: Trump's the man, bro.
4: He's the man. And you throw in fucking Kid Rock? Man, that's the man. Kid Rock got caught with that Bud
2: Light before the sponsorship deal. Right?
5: Yeah, <laughs> and here I am just slamming, <laughs> slamming <laughs> Bud Lights on this podcast. Dude,
4: when, I like, when, when I was like 18 years old, because I, was, I, was, I grew up in Nashville, and I was like 18, man, and we'd always be at this little shitty strip club and Nashville's got terrible strip clubs. We'd be there and Kid <laughs> Rock would always come in. And it was always the highlight of the night, but he wasn't nearly as like, he wasn't Kid Rock at the time, you know? But he always came in and, and partied. And, man, there's, there's just nobody like Kid Rock.
2: <laughs> mm, I'm from
5: Wisconsin,
4: so Bud Lights out. Yep. So is Mac. Mac, Mac is now out. <laughs>
3: hey,
4: Ben. Love you, brother. I will see you in December.
2: Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that massive hug that has all this build up now.
5: <laughs> choke his ass out. Just choke his ass out.
2: Not um, at Remember, it's Arm, a hug, arm triangle.
4: Nope. Not
2: going to be that either. It's going to be a hug. It's going to be a hug.
4: Yeah. A bear
1: hug. I'm excited. A ben hug. you tried
4: trying to fuck with I'm I'm you tried to, to fuck out, you. you literally,
5: you gas yourself up. You get yourself in situations. Now we're applauding it. Don't get mad at us.
4: It's a fucking home, it. bro. It ain't a, it. I'm not trying to get choked out by Ben Rothwell. Not on my fucking bucket list.
1: It's on mine. It's in go the red, it. so.
5: Word. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Fucking thank you guys. It was fun, man. And uh, looking forward to December 2nd. Looking forward to watching that man work as well. So we're going to go out and put on a fucking show.
1: Thank you so much, Ben. Shout out to the fans, man. Thank you guys for watching This next episode of Overdogs Podcast, Kempi Pandas, Kempi Media, Mac Malley, Icebags, Platinum Mike Perry, man. This has been episode 13. Clip that shit. Thank you, guys, man. Thank you,
3: grandmother.